Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
talk, but back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace to the universe, peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host, Brother Red Pill, joined by my co-host, Brother Blue Pill. Call it from the 347-273. Peace to the God. Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to the family, peace to you and yours. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is KTL. Welcome back for another monumental historic episode. Yeah. Look. We had a late start. We apologize, family. We had some technical difficulties. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, but we 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 have the we might have some guests checking in like right away. Um Dr. Blair is gonna be joining us for a very, very uh impromptu announcement might want to look and see if he has called in as of yet. If not, he'll be calling in any minute now. All right, let me check the uh mm-hmm. What number is he calling from? The Chicago number. Yeah, he's not in the call queue as of yet. Dr. Blair, if you're in the call queue, just press 1, and we'll go ahead and open up your line. Okay. He'll be here shortly. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's good with you, though? I'm here. I'm maintaining, brother. Had a wonderful weekend. Got to spend it out here in Los Angeles with the family. Um, Pete, my brother, Horace Butler, out. He came through here like a tornado, upending everyone's preconceived notions about, you know, the, the quote-unquote historical story that is told about Slavery, Christianity, um, the Americas, you know what I'm saying? So that brother has epic information. His information represents the future. You know, our babies' babies might might be able to get it and rewrite, you know, the story and finally put the fragments of the pieces together. He's applauding to be applauded for his research, his diligent research, um, you know, and his ability to transfer that information as only he, he can. He's a very comical individual, you know what I'm saying? He, he is in public who he is in private or, you know, through these social networks. So that was, yeah, that's thrilling, you know what I'm saying? Even if, if somebody is like, however they are, should I say, on the networks, I want to meet them. And I want them to be that way, you know what I'm saying, in person. Exactly. Even if it's, like, arrogant, if it's, if it's exuberantly excited, you know what I mean, whoever, 
you promote yourself to be, however you come across, that's a match who you actually are. That brother is who he actually projects himself to be in the networks, which is very refreshing. And I could trust him, you know, and I was able to receive his information in a genuine manner. And it felt good. It felt right. You know what I'm saying? He was really just washing some things up, just decoding, just running through it. And I'm telling you, you know, if nothing else, like I mentioned to him at that uh, at the lecture, it presents a, an entirely new market for touring through, through the Americas, same way quasi do Kimmet, through the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. all up and down the now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same thing could be done right. up and down the Yucatan. So for the family that might, be hearing us have a conversation and doesn't know who we're talking about again. We're talking about the author of Rocks Cry Out. Horace Butler, please do a Google search on him. See what that book is about. Read some excerpts from it, but definitely buy it. Buy a few. You know what I'm saying? Share it with your family, your loved ones. If you spend five minutes in the church, you owe it to yourself. If you don't want to do it for you, do it for Big Mom and them. They deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's well, especially since they going upside your head with Noah and Son of God and all of these. And you know, if you sisters out there, if, if you spent one minute of dream time thinking about Brad Pitt and Troy, you owe it to yourself to find out who the real, you know, Achilles and and where the real Troy was at. And the real story is historic, ties right in. You know, and it just for me, it just speaks so much to why I am on the West, you know, why I'm working with, you know what I'm saying, the law of time and, and really utilizing the information that was left by the Mayans, dealing with time and natural time and all of the mysteries that ensue with that. You know, that was all by way of our ancestors, you know what I'm saying, giving it to them. So it, it finds its way back home to us. And these are now the tools that we're using to uh, put things back in motion. So it all checks itself out. It's all right and exact, you know. And as always, I'm honored to uh, to be here and be of service. Yerp? Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. Right. Going looking to call to uh, Dr. Blair. If you're in the building, please please press one bring you in. The shout-out to everybody that came through on Friday's show. Uh, it was definitely legendary Dr. Ray Hagan and, and uh, Brother Leonard Jeffries. You know what I'm saying? Legend. Yeah. Let's go ahead Ross and open ben. up. Yeah, and Brother yes. Ross Ben. Shout-out to everybody. Yes, yes, indeed. Shout-out to Cunha, uh, uh, Ross Ben. And everybody that came out and supported them at Nicholas on uh, Sunday, I wasn't, nah, I wasn't able to make that. I had, I was uh, with Amir, we were dealing with some other stuff. But uh, I heard it was a good turnout, you know what I mean? I heard it was cool, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that came out on Saturday, you know what I mean? The familiar, the family, Brother Black Dot, Nairobi, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Brother Aid Rashid, Hassan, yeah. Billy. Over their children, uh, Ashraf, yeah. 
all of the family, all of the loved ones, paying homage to yes. uh, our Umi, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, yes, Sister Hafisa, you know what I mean, love and light. Yes. So, always. You know, yes, indeed. So I want to go ahead and yes. open up the line. I see a caller from the 708. I believe that's our brother, Delbert Blair. Caller yes. from the 708-422. Peace. Hey there, Brother Pilhuis. What's happening to you there? And what's happening with you there? <laughs> there we go. Peace, brother. Peace, Doc. Yeah, man. As I say, these are interesting times on this planet, aren't they? <laughs> Never, oh, have they so, Never have I seen so many things happening at once and so many divisions amongst people, and yet so many other people are being made to come together. So I guess each one must follow their own soul path to get what the soul is supposed to receive, huh? Ain't that right? Well, one of the things I wanted to do, you have a vast audience, and I know, again, your audience is not only diverse, but it's very cultural, meaning by that they can take a lot of things that some audiences can't. One of them is the discussion of religion, because, you know, between race, religion, sex, it divides most of the things we do. And, of course, we've got a big holiday, so-called, coming up here, not too long, a couple of weeks. And, of course, it's called Ishtar. And what I'm doing, I've got a special uh, show that I'm going to be doing, a telecom show this Saturday. Time enough for people to digest that before the actual so-called holiday comes around. And we're going to be looking at the secrets and the metaphysical symbolism of the story of Easter. And it will be very deep. It will take in, and those people say, well, I already know that. Maybe you do. Some of you may really do. But most of you have not put most of it together. If you have, then I also want you to call in because that means you can broaden the scope and we can cover more of it again. But we look at that whole metaphor. We look at the whole truth about it, everything from the bunny rabbit and the crucifixion and the rolling away of the stones and the actual place that it takes place, some of the things that are going on there. We'll take a good long look at it. Hopefully the audience will be able to take that without killing each other, and I think your audience can, and without killing me, and I think your audience can. So I definitely wanted to share that with your listening audience, specifically because of you know, the kind of coverage that you guys have. And, of course, uh, uh, the address, of course, at our center uh, for those in the Chicago area that want to come out is 9317 South Colmar. And that's for some people because I do know that your audience does carry a lot of people live in Chicago. I found that out. Yes, they do. 9317 yeah. South Colmar. The phone number here in general is 708-422-6685. 708-422-6685. If you don't have pencil and paper, before I sign off in about 10 minutes because I will not take all your show up, I'll repeat that again. Our web address is www.themetacenter, and that's short for Metaphysical Center, themetacenter.com. And to make sure you get to my website, you know I've said that for, they've been stealing from me for 35 years. They don't know how to stop. So to make sure that you get to my website, you just simply push the number two. So it's www.themetaphysicalcenter, the Meta Center. Push the number two dot com, or say dot com, and then push the number two. And of course, uh, those that, and that's our phone number. And there's so much, as uh, brother, as you know, going on in this planet. 
and what's going to dominate, and when I've done a whole show, I'm going to do a three-hour show, Creator Willing, some people offered me some time, to just really get into the details of Fukudemi Daiichi and what's really going to be happening with these red moons and all this kind of stuff. I don't think 90%, let me not say that. I speculate that 70% of the people don't have a clue as to what's really happening. 50% of the people have more than a clue, and maybe 20% really understand what's going on because it's dominating everything we do. They have people leaving Japan and going to Guam, going to Hawaii. They're going over, and I'm going to be introducing people over onto Australia and, again, attacking the Aboriginal people there to make room because they got to leave Japan. If they stay in Japan, they die. Think about what that just said. That's being the people there. Those little islands there are messed up. And someday you'll have to do a whole show on just what's happening there. It's not going away. They have washing machines and refrigerators washing up on the East Coast. I'm sorry, the West Coast. They have, uh, if, if a washing machine, based on that tsunami and the hurricane that hit there and, and tidal wave, can wash up there, how, how long do you think it took for an isotope of cesium or uranium or plutonium and all these radioactive gases? Oh. Again, also already, already, already yeah. right. on the chemtrail. So this is why I'm telling people, you better watch what you're eating. You better watch what you're drinking. You better watch what you're doing. And if you're using these machines to give us comfort, which are all those TV sets and microwave ovens and hair dryers and MP3 players and, 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 and uh, what do you call these, and computers, you better put some guards on them. And by the way, the reason why we're cutting down on the sales of our diodes, you know, I've been selling diodes now for, what, 23 years? We can't get them. They're buying them up like mad in Japan. So now, as I told oh, you, yeah. the price of those things is going to be sky high, and you're not going to be able to get them. It's like any other thing. People laugh. They said they got organ generators. If whatever you got to substitute, you better start substituting because That's they're right. buying up the diodes, and they're trying to save their lives, and still, they're spreading diseases are over there like mad. People are beginning to get sick like I don't know what. And I say the rich people are moving out already, but the government is still telling people they can go around these reactors. And let me hear you. Let me say this to you. Do you know they have homeless people and people that are on welfare over there in Japan that are going up there, passing up the nuclear reactors with silver tape and up there going into the rod area again with some rubber gloves? Think what's going to be happening to them. So as I say, these are not nice times on our planet, but like all times, if you can find heaven and make heaven, you can have heaven. Indeed. We, we, have, we have spoken at length on this program about Fukushima. We've dedicated a few shows to it, but there are never enough shows. I'm here in California, Dr. Blair, so... Every day I'm out, I'm trying to beat the drum, but these people are fast asleep. They're like the ostrich with their head in the sand. You know, that's what's going on out here. So if you need a platform to come on and share some of that information, you can never have enough of that information. This is a situation that people are going to be living with forever. Your ass can die, come back a few times, and it's still going to be here. When you reincarnate and you get ready, you get your shoe shines, your the return of the golden age, the Fukushima is going to be here. But, yeah. you know, we, yeah. we can start the process now, plant these seeds. Your babies, babies, babies might come up with the answer. But it has to start somewhere and at least let it start 
at the phase in which we disseminate the information to spark an interest. Like I'm seeing people on Facebook posting about how happy they want to be and they're taking to fault other people that are posting stories that are dealing with real issues like, why are you guys so negative? Like, why can't we just be positive? They think that they're going to, you know, meditate their way out of this. They really do. <laughs> well, they could they meditate so. out of this if everybody meditated the same way. You know, yeah. we've had four wars over like religion. Three. My religion is better than your religion, just like this Easter stuff coming up in the now. It's still the most divisive figure you can. They have killed over 30 million people over religion. My God's better than your God. What in the heck is that? What kind of consciousness is that? More than that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of consciousness is that? That's what tickles me, these people in religion. That's I why. Think Columbus and them killed 13 million in America alone in, you know, one year. 1500. And if you remember yeah. also when the whole thing got started over there when Ferdinand Isabella was going through the Inquisition over there in Spain, and so, yeah. and he sent Cortez over here, killed Montezuma, and burned all the books and got away to worship of the black guys, Extilton and Osolato and Quetzalcoatl, and then started in white. That's why you got more Catholics now, as you know, in Mexico and in South America than you do in all of Italy. The Italians down there, the mafia, can't stand it because they used to make war on the farmers and the black hand society and stuff from the Church of Rome. As I say, we're getting the benefits of religion. Religion right now is serving no purposes I can see that's good, but spirituality is what we all better come up with and very fast. Absolutely. As always, Dr. Blair, we support you in your quest to get this information out and connect with the people that need it the most. One more time, one more again, please give that information out. With pleasure, and thank you so very, very much for this opportunity. I mean that from my heart. 708, this is a phone number, 422 Six six eight five seven zero eight four two two six six eight five. That's a twenty-four hour day answering service. For about four or five hours a day, you get a live person. You can always leave a message. Our web address: www dot the meta center m e t a c e n t e r dot com. And if you push the number two, don't type it out. Just push it. That makes sure you go to our website. As you know. <laughs> <laughs> they got people duplicating me all over. You type in my name on YouTube and you see me everywhere. But those are people except for Rich Merritt and stuff like that that have stolen from me. And they know they stole from me, especially that Nubian and Egyptian society, the biggest thieves on the planet, as far as I'm concerned, never sent me a penny for any of my literature and making hundreds of dollars off of me. So if you go there, you bypass them, you go directly to me. And hopefully some of the products we have can still help. But like I say, right into now, you can't buy our dials because the Japanese are buying up dials like it's coffee, like it's cornflakes, buying it up like mad. So I thank you again, my brother, as usual, for the opportunity. Uh, yes, I'd like to do a whole show, and what I'd like to do, some people I know that speak Japanese, some of the guys that were on these uh, carriers and troop carriers, they actually married Japanese women. I just have a person from the State Department that just resigned. You should hear what she's got to tell you about it. They're going to Guam, they're going to Hawaii, they're going to Australia, and they're going to parts out here in the West Coast that you can't go into because there's some areas out there controlled by Asiatics on those piers that as an American citizen you can't go on. Brother, these are times and a half, and I only hope that everybody who's got consciousness and a real soul comes together at this time. There's always something to do. And for those who say, can't we just get along? Yeah, if everybody had a soul, 
and everybody was spiritual, we could. But you got religion killing you. Well, don't start me. I'm preaching now. Thank you so much. Well, I, believe, <laughs> yeah, I, believe you come in, I believe that you were scheduled to arrive in New York to uh, be a part of the UFO conference at the end of this month. So we definitely the 27th. Yes, sir. So you and Dr. Yeah. Valentine, and I, we want to a show, a preliminary show for both of you brothers to get on the platform and, um, you know, get it warmed up. Yeah. Well, as you know, as far as I know, I'm the only admitted black contactee way back in 1960. And I've told my story over and over again, and that's what opened up my eyes. I was not abducted. I was a contactee. Nobody else can make that claim. So I'm holding on to that one. I'm going to tell you some things that have happened since that time. That's why I still, at my age, can do what I do, because they tell me about longevity and how to make these cells regenerate. I can pass that on also. Excellent. Okay. Thank you Excellent, so much, my brother. Sir. I know that you, brother. You. Thanks. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to see it. I might even come to New York to see it in person. I've been waiting <laughs> for this ever since, you know, Robert Smalls told me about you many years ago, brother. Wow. All right. Brother Smalls did that, huh? Okay. Yeah, that was yeah, many Robert years. did it. Yeah, as many years ago, and of course, I've seen you all around the country from California and Atlanta and everything else again. But the whole point right yeah. in through now is a marching together of those of consciousness, and you haven't seen death yet. No, sir. And, of course, if we're going to stay alive, we have to have wisdom and the blessings from the universal prime source, and hopefully, again, we can stay spiritual, stop letting the divisions come with religion, and make the consciousness of what we do bring us all together. And so thank you once more. I look forward to seeing you, and again, thank you so very much. Absolutely, Doctor. Peace, brother. Peace. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let's see if we have our guests in the building. Uh, yes. Sister A. Genesis, if you are with us, please press 1 in the call queue, and we'll go ahead and intro the show and open up your line. Let me see real quick if this is our guest for the night. Call us from the 646-271-646. Peace. Uh, this is a tie waiting for Genesis. <laughs> Greetings. Is this, is this Sister Genesis? No, this is a Kaya, a Buddha Kaya. Oh, okay. Peace. How are you? Greetings. All is, all is well. How are you? Divine, divine. I'm waiting for Sister Genesis to get on the call because uh, we're going to be doing some things at Nicholas soon on the 27th of this month. So I'm calling. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we all waiting on her to show up. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that she will be here shortly, correct? Correct. Correct. Cool. Well, what we can do is this. We can mute your phone in the meantime. Or you can click over and probably try to call her. Okay. If she, no if problem. she's in the building for us, appreciate that. No problem. Are we on air? We're not on air, right? Yes, live. We are. Direct. It's all good, though. The <laughs> Anthony Broadcasting Series B, C, all right, well, and A. I will, re- I will click over. Hopefully. All right. Let me go yes, and see indeed. if this caller right here is our guest. Call us from the four seven nine four two zero. Peace and welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Peace. This is a Genesis. 
Yes. There we Greatest. go. Greatest. Greatest. All right. Let me go ahead and do your intro, and then we'll introduce, and then we'll bring you in. Yeah, you got to read that description, B. We got to get I a handle that. All right. <laughs> Join Notaless Radio for another epic, timely presentation. It's spring again, and we are in the time period of birth and rebirth. Things are being renewed and born anew. Life springs forth. In nature, there are cycles that dictate this process, which goes uninterrupted. As humans, though, there is much work that is required to maintain our connection with these cycles. How does one attune themselves to these natural cycles and not only empower self, but act as a conduit of power for your loved one? How can man generate and redistribute his natural powers and abilities to help them? Keep to this sexual transformational energy. And the key to unlocking this secret power is through the discipline of Tantra. Join us tonight as we are joined by Tantric instructor and doula, a Genesis Samadhi. She will be enlightening us to these methods and speaking of how these powers synergistically connect to all areas of life, in particular the maintenance of health. How can man actively participate in making the soil of women fertile and ready for his seeding? What is the proper way yeah. to bring a god or a goddess into this realm? Tune in tonight for these empowering answers, plus many more. Bring your pen and pad, yoga mats, and mates, classes, and sessions. And without any further ado, I want to present to you, family, our sister, goddess, a citizen. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been waiting for okay. this for this night to happen, so you know, we gotta we gotta bring it bring out bring out break out the bells and whistles for you. Twenty one yeah, times. I'm toasting you right now in the air. This is this is long overdue. Yes indeed. So so to our studio audience. Let them know who a Genesis Samadhi is. Indeed. This is a Genesis Iman Samadhi. I am a tantric doula. I have fused the worlds of tantra and midwifery together. Um, empowerment speaker, spoken word artist, just a pioneer and really pushing for the, the building of a, you know, a nation and families and relationships. Um, but my expertise lies in, in, in science of Tantra. And the reason why uh, I am a Tantric doula and have bridged those two worlds is to really bring forth the consciousness of who are we having sex with and are we truly qualified to bring life forth in these relationships. So I definitely want to talk to you guys tonight about who you're having sex with um, and what are you manifesting? Are you manifesting in your life? It's a very heavy question right there, sister. Well, okay. Well, we definitely look forward to that discussion tonight. Um, and I also understand that you have an event coming up for those who may want to see you in person and your demonstration as well. Yes, indeed, indeed. I have a series of uh, events coming up, but the next one is in Brooklyn uh, at Nicholas, 570 Fulton Street, April the 27th, from 12 to 6 
p.m. We are going to be discussing tantric techniques, new and full moon rituals, astrology, and power moves. This whole workshop series is building on the five, power refinement, and the number nine, born or create. So I am really pushing and gearing the women and the men um, to regain their power, to tap back into their power, to refine themselves, and then to create from that canvas that they have. So April 27th, Brooklyn. Beautiful, beautiful. No doubt, definitely. Um, you care to um, share what is it that got you into this discipline? Like, what are some of the um, experiences that you, you know, went through that began to mold you for this profession that you're in right now? Um, honestly, I have been studying uh, metaphysical principles, including crystals, astrology, um, tantra, and natural childbirthing for 15 years. And my first personal experience with tantra, I was able to have an orgasm just by breathing, by being completely in tune with my partner and slowing down my breathing and being able to have an orgasm through that experience. And that really opened me up to knowing um, that we are always, you know, having foreplay or this energetic dance with other people's energy when we come into contact with them. And then, exactly, and then later on when I became a doula and I was working with my clients and I had women in front of me who either did not like the fathers that they were pregnant by, the father wasn't present, or they were going through a lot of trauma and emotional issues while they were pregnant. And, of course, I'm there to support them, you know, emotionally and educate them through the process of pregnancy, but I had to say, wait a minute, let's back up and ask the question, who are you having sex with? How did you get into the situation that you are having a child by default, not by choosing, not by consciously choosing your partner, but by default? So Mm -hmm. it sparked me to really go on a path of re-educating people about sex, education. You know, the two things that are most important that most of us will be or we are aspiring to be is a mother and father or a husband and wife. Regardless if you are a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, or you work at McDonald's, when you go home, you are working in the capacity of one of those two things or you are aspiring to be. But those are the two things that we are not educated in. We have no certification to be such. We get certified in yoga and, you know, um, all these different things, energy and body work, but we're not certified or qualified in bringing life forth or truly going into relationships. And so then it sparks me to look at arranged marriages and why historically were certain people, you know, watching their bloodlines and watching their lineage. And it was because they were looking at the traits that the two people had, the powers, Mm -hmm. the supernatural powers that they had, the intuition. If you have a strong intuition and you can see visions or if you were a strong carpenter, they were looking at the skills and the bloodline of the people and they were mating them to such to make sure that intrinsically you were keeping that strong, right? Now... We just look at someone and we say, oh, they're attractive, and we end up having sex with them, and then we have a child by default. Not acceptable. Because DNA-wise, 
genetically and tribally, we are cross-mating with people that we should not be. Now, that does not mean that you cannot love who you're with. Absolutely, you have free will. But it does not mean that you should be bringing forth life with them, all accountable and responsible for, you know, the human experience that we are collectively having here. And I can look at children and tell that their parents should not have made it. You know what I mean? You can look at the DNA and see something has occurred. And so where the accountability and responsibility comes in that I'm speaking of in regards to that is that you're messing with their sole purpose. You, you can be blocking their sole purpose because you have evolved children being born into unconscious parents. And so mm. the contract that that spirit came in here to fulfill if you were not evolved enough to simply be a tool and a vessel for that child, you're affecting their soul journey. You know what I mean? And so we we have to stop being uh, unresponsible in our actions. We really do. And so in, in Tantra and in sex, you are always creating. You are always creating. You are either in procreation stage or recreation stage. And in both of those words, the word creation is still there. Right? So in recreational sex, as I say, unconscious, where you're just going in for the feel or you're going in for the orgasm, that can be destructive if you are not paying attention to who you're laying down with. Right? So you are going to create whatever is going on in that person's life and vice versa. So in layman terms, if you're laying down with someone and they have a lack consciousness or they always feel like they don't have something, guess what? If they're broke, you're going to be broke. So all the work that you're doing, if you guys are not riding the same vibration, the same frequency of intention to call forth things to you or to speak life into yourself, then you're being destructive with that energy. Mm. Say that again, please. <laughs> all of it? <laughs> if you are no, not no, paying attention... Into who line. you're having sex with, yeah, you're you're being destructive. If you are not cautious into who you're laying down with, right, you are either being procreational in the sense of you are intentionally calling forth what you want, or you're having recreational sex with this, which is sex without um, responsibility, and you're creating a destructive cycle in your life. And that makes sense, you know what I mean, when you really look at it. Um, it definitely makes sense. I'm, I'm sure that the family, if they were, you know, if you become honest with oneself, you know, you could definitely step back and take a, a honest assessment of your relationships and your experiences and just weigh what it is that the sister is saying against the reality of what it is that you may have experienced. You know, because I can attest personally. Likewise, as as can I. Yes, yes, indeed. How do people? I I you know, I saw you in Miami. Um, moments is 2012, summer 2012. You were doing a presentation with um, what was the name of the company again? 
uh, in Miami? Yes. Corset. Uh, Corset magazine, Corset. a magazine for erotic sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice magazine, might I add. You know, very nice magazine. And I just wanted to know, how does your audience take, you know, this information when you're sharing it with them? Like, what's the general, you know, reception? Hello? Oh. Is she there? Let's go ahead and open up. You there? No, there she goes. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Did you hear the question that I asked before your line was cut? Sister Genesis? Yes, can you hear me? Slightly. Okay. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was asking you, what is the reaction to the audience? When you speak to them, when you're when you're doing your seminars and whatnot, you're speaking to them live. What is the you know what's the reaction to the audience when you drop that one on them? Um, honestly, the reaction is it hits them like a brick in the head. Um, mm. A lot of tears come from my workshops, and they come very suddenly. It doesn't take long when you when you get to the grit of it and you get real honest with yourself. And it's a private thing; you don't have to speak it. It's a private thing. You know, when I do the meditation and I ask people to call forth, you know, to their third eye in between uh, their two eyes and their brow to bring forth all of the traumatic experiences that you've been through, whether it's been rape, molestation, you know, someone teasing you or taunting you, or um, you just feeling a lack of love, you know, and feeling like you had to have sex against your own will or having to have sex for money, whatever the situation may be that was traumatic. It can just be someone teasing you in school, telling you you weren't good enough. The moment that I ask them to bring those thoughts to the forefront and confront them internally, go ahead and say what you need to say to those people. You know, go ahead and fill out the, the reaction and, 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 and the emotions that come with it that you need to get out so we can clean the canvas. The tears immediately come or the realization immediately comes. You know what I mean? Because we have to pour out in order to be filled up. So you have a lot of yeah. practitioners out here who are calling themselves sacred sex practitioners or tantra teachers or body work, you know, energy body workers. And what I would say is practitioner that you go to, talk to, hear a lecture by, if they are not discussing healing with you and removing traumatic, traumatic experiences or just really identifying the fact that the majority of us have been, have been using sex as an escape, okay, then, then if I was to, to just give you and tell you this is how you have an hour-long orgasm or, you know, th- these are the keys to the Kama Sutra, these are the positions for you to get into, if I was to only give you that science and those arts, I would be doing you a disservice. I would be doing you a disservice because then I would be, just be teaching you how to be a freak. But when you go home, you still have the same issues. You still have the same trauma. You still have the same reasons why you have insecurities about your body and you want the lights turned off and you haven't attached the physical intelligence of your body to your spiritual intelligence. There's still a disconnect. So I haven't done my job, right? So I'm not even going to talk to you about sex or how to have an orgasm or sexual positions until we clean the canvas and renew your history and you know that you're – are you there? 
Of course. Yes. Yeah, we can't hear you that good right at this moment. Hello? Peace. Peace, I'm here. There you go. Okay. There I don't know, know if it's you guys or if it's me. Maybe I have to switch to a landline. Yeah, um, it's not us. Sometimes your phone is going a little out. It may be uh-huh. the uh the um your connection where you're at. Nah, but you're good now. Just let it flow. Yeah, but um if you are not you know, if we're not renewing your history, if we're not going to the root of whatever those issues are as to why you have this sexual personality you have, meaning your sexual, you know, your your personal reality and your sexual experiences, if we haven't gone in to root that up, then I've done you a disservice. I've done you a complete disservice. And if I could, I'd like to use the analogy, um, because I know the majority of your listeners on the call can identify when Elijah Muhammad told, you know, the nation that you are gods, they ran with it. You know what I mean? And it caused people to have a god complex instead of them understanding the principles of being a god or a goddess. So if I give you the keys to having an orgasm for an hour, or if I give you the keys to all these different positions and you're just turning people out, but you haven't truly learned the science and healed, then you're destructive. Completely destructive. And so the response of the people is they can't believe that something so simple, one, two, three, has escaped them. And they've given the best parts of themselves away for free. Indeed. Wow. It never adds up. And um, you're in Atlanta, correct? Correct. You know, oftentimes I have these conversations with the family and the audience that, that may not know the magnitude of what's going on in regards to the wholesale selling of something that doesn't even have a price attached to it. What I mean by that is that when you go into the strip clubs of Atlanta and you see what's being done for dollar bill tips, it ain't the BMF days. We ain't talking 10, 20s, 50s, and 100s. We talking dollars. Dollars. Like shit that will buy you. Yeah, the most, you know. Like somebody can make it rain $50 on you, and he's going to be in a prime position to gain access to a portal into another dimension where a guard can be brought down. Because he parted ways with some dollars, dollar bills. Like, what does that do in terms of on a universal scale? How does that reverberate through the universe when the woman that you say is the originator of life on this planet, she has to have a pretty pretty big role to play coincidingly with an earth that's going through calamity of an unprecedented magnitude, we can clearly see that there's, you know, issues going on with our planet, with our Earth right now, by the things that we see her going through. Why can't we see that it's connected to what our sisters are going through? And how do we intercept 
whatever's programming her to destroy herself in that particular mannerism. And is it coming from something internally or is it something that's being projected outside of herself that's making her perceive herself in a way in which she has no value and no worth? But she has possession of something, like I said, that's priceless. Mm-hmm. That this thing, billions and trillions of dollars and all of these factories, all of these labs and what have you, they're trying to crack that code that she creates naturally. But she'll sell it for under a under $100. Uh, so, I, you know, can, can no, you speak about dollar. that? For a dollar, and these are some, you know, these are some goddesses. <laughs> like, I'm talking about the level of aesthetics, you know, the degree of beauty that some of them possess. You know, they almost look like they're not even from this planet. Okay? And for a dollar, not $20, $40, $2,000, $2,000,000 for one dollar, one wet, you know, floggy dollar, you could do what you want. Say what but you, you know want. what? Those sisters, some of those sisters, believe it or not, are already ahead of the game, more so than some of these sisters who have low self-esteem and self-confidence. The reason being, they have already mastered the law of attraction. They have already Indeed. mastered magnetism and how to magnetize themselves in a way to attract what they want. Because trust and believe, they're not broke. They have abundance. And some of them have prosperity. But the key yes. is, family, we want our money karma-free and debt-free. Yes. That's the difference. That's the difference. So when you tap into these women, and we talk again about the renewing and the refinement of the women and going in and saying, no, sis, you are not a product of whatever it is you went through. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. are worth, you have more than enough value. You are more than enough deserving. You can have everything that you have right now, but let me show you how to attract it to you without giving away the best part to you. They already ahead of the game. They just, they just have a, a, a gap in their skill set. You know what I'm saying? Right. That needs to be redirected. I, I totally concur. I admire the influence, you understand, and the, uh, they have influence over people in very, 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 very powerful positions. They have influence over influential people. I've said this before. The women in Atlanta and the women in Texas and the women in Miami are the power brokers of those cities in terms of the power that they hold and the, and, and, and the power that they hold over sway over influential and powerful people, both of the underworld, the business class, the athletic sports, uh, music, industry arena, all different arenas and classes, these sisters have influence. They can whisper in the ear of powerful people and make them do things. So I admire them. You know what I mean? I admire their, I admire, you know, just their drive and things of that nature. And I know for a fact, beyond a reasonable doubt, because I've met some sisters who have transformed themselves from situations and arenas such as that who have walked on and become 
goddesses and great people, and they were able to bring that information and go back and heal their um, their, their sisters and even their brothers and whatnot. So, you know, I noted, like you said, that this campaign that you have about going within, going into the underworld, right, going into the underworld, going on the dark side where some people are scared to go because they're busy throwing rocks at those sides, go over there with your light, being able to speak their language and being able to show and prove through your demonstration that there's not a ceiling to the strip club. It's no ceiling. You can rise higher than this. Start there because we're not here to judge anybody. A lot of us came from um, very, uh, you know, seedy past and whatnot. Feel what I'm saying? So the same brother who could have been out there hustling, moving weight, you know, getting it in, doing whatever it is, but living, flirting with death, living life on the edge. And then he comes into consciousness and he refines oneself, similar to what the Nation of Islam did to thousands upon thousands of brothers and sisters from out the street, the nations of gods and earth, the Morris Science People of America, the NOI, the FOI, the MGT. This is something that the UNIA, this is something that has continuously, this is a cycle that our people have always demonstrated amongst our own in terms of uplifting those who are going through those situations and letting them use that light for a purpose that will help humanity in a better way, and also themselves, and also their babies, and also their loved ones. Indeed. And, you know, to top that off, we just had the build on Friday um, when we were speaking, and then ironically, you know, Jay-Z ends up in the news today. (laughs) You know what I mean? But. But but you got to look at it just in the same way that I said the sisters are a little bit ahead of the game because they're already using the power of attraction. The majority of the brothers out in the streets who've been hustling, they've been making money. They already learned the law of attraction. They already learned the magnetism. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and those who have made it and made it sustainable is because they were able to focus. They followed one course until successful. The difference between those who have and those who do not have is that you have to carry the intention. You have to hold the intention, what it is you desire, long enough to see it manifest into the physical realm. You know what I mean? we got this popcorn microwave reality and you want things right now and you're not willing to do the work. You're not doing the, willing to do the work to be disciplined. You know what I mean? And so that's where we have to bring in the physical intelligence and match it with the spiritual intelligence. Because when you're doing calisthenics and when you're bench pressing and when you're running and when you're doing crunches and you're pushing yourself further than you thought that you could mentally, you're doing a great deal for your spiritual ascension at the same time. You know what I mean? Because if I can't run from here to the fence, but I'm meditating on going to the seventh dimension, it's a problem. Because my, my weight, my light, is I'm not light enough to be able to transcend in that way. You know what I mean? So when we talk about health and refinement and physical intelligence and spiritual intelligence, it all goes together. You know what I mean? You can't have one part of the puzzle and think that the puzzle is going to be complete because it's not. So we don't even have to talk about esoteric sciences and, you know, all of these way out things that are not way out to make things happen into your life. It's simply being disciplined and creating rituals. You know, we speak spells on ourselves. We had that conversation when we met back in 2011, 2012. You know what I mean? We're casting spells all the time with our words. Words form matter. You know what I mean? So you have to, in the same way you refine your body and you refine your temple, you have to refine your tongue. 
You know what I mean? You can speak life into yourself. So it's not hard. It's very, very simple. You know what I mean? If you want to change your reality, then it, 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 you just got to change your vibration. You know what I mean? What, what you say, what you do, what you eat. we still eating these dead foods. You know what I mean? With these hormones and we trying to go in and meditate and you just left the drive through at churches, it's going to happen. You're only going to go so far in your meditation. You know what I mean? You have to be disciplined. And, and you're not, you know, you're not affecting the next person. You're blocking your own blessings. So my thing is that I tell my family, yes, I am a mother. Yes, I am a wife. But regardless of those things, my ascension comes first. I came in alone and I will go out alone. I will return to the essence alone, Right? So at the same time that I'm giving you the tools and I'm showing you the mediums that you can use, I have to walk in that light and know it is not easy. It is not easy, but we have to do it. And it's simple. It's very simple. Create your daily rituals. Consult the sun, moon, and stars. You know what I mean? Because they do affect you. That's, that's a science, and we know this. You know, often release and let go the things that don't serve you. We hold on to too much, and then that forms into the body. And so when we do these things and we're carrying this and we're going into sex, we're taking all of that in there with us. And then when we create life, you just download it into their DNA, all of your burdens, all of your trauma, all of your fears, because you weren't willing to be disciplined enough to clean yourself up. I digress. Oh no! Can't do. Can you? Um. I was so on and I was flawed. This I was like, okay, we're journeying. Don't stop yeah, there. Yeah. Um. But that's why it's so important to me. You know what I mean? To to tap back into the community, and and just remind them that you have power. You have tools right within you. You know what I mean? Just refine, refining yourself in the ways of watching what you eat, fasting, detoxing, you know what I mean? Um, being cautious in the partners that you're choosing to lay down with because we're talking about vibration and we're talking about energy. Every time you lay down with them, you are creating something. So, so tapping into sex magic, the topic of the night, right? So sex magic is basically a prayer. Whatever it is, if me and you want to manifest $10,000, then the foreplay needs to be we're going to the, the Range Rover dealership and we test driving a Range Rover. And then, you know, we, we go to a neighborhood that has nothing but $400,000 and $800 houses in it, and we imagine ourselves there. You have to attract wealth to you. It's a vibration. It's a frequency that you have to ride, okay? And then we go home and we set the stage. Our home is our sanctuary. Your home should be working for you all the time. Your home should have intent and they should carry the vibration of where it is that you are trying to go. If you have clutter and you have things that are not being used and don't serve you, let them go. And so you have a barren space that is serving you. We go home. We have sacred space. We create the mood, whether it be scents or sounds or colors, whatever it is that we need to trigger us, to use the symbols to trigger us, to tap into that, that density within us, that sacred space within us, that's what we have to do. Okay, the foods that we eat, the foods that we prepare, the herbs that we mix into the foods and the, and, and the drinks and the elixirs that we create, right? So we're putting positive words 
uh, of the law of attraction on a bottle that has crystals in it all week, and both of us commit to drinking from that water. And it says, you know, I have $10,000, or I am abundant, I am prosperous. And we concentrate on that. And we put the crystals in there that attract, you know, tiger's eye or, or quartz crystals that will attract and be a magnet to attract to us what we're wanting to do. It's foreplay. That's why you, you know, it's not something that you keep having these casual encounters with people. You have to be with someone that you can build with, that you can have a team with, and we're riding the same intention of what it is that we want to call forth. So we set the stage. We cleanse ourselves literally and figuratively. So we take a sacred bath, and the whole time we are holding the intention of this $10,000 that we're calling forth. Right, And even if we don't want to limit ourselves to the $10,000, then we're holding the experience that we wish to desire. So we wish to desire to travel through Indonesia and Bali, and we're going to see ourselves in those experiences and in those places, and we're going to hold that intention because you don't always want to put a dollar amount on something because you never know how you're going to attract it. Someone may give it to you, right? It may come down the line and be passed on to you, or someone may meet you and they like how your mind thinks, and they want to invest into you. So don't, so don't block yourself um, with putting a dollar amount sometimes. Hold the experience. It's the experience that you want more than the cash. Because if I can have the experience and I never got the cash, then I still won, right? So hold yeah, the intention. Still, the cash is just a tool. It's exactly. inanimate. Experience is alive. The money is not. So you have to attract that which is, which is living, which is organic and natural, and that's your experience, family. You're only going to exactly. spend the money to have the experience. Exactly, exactly. So you hold the intention of what it is that you want, and you mm-hmm. coax one another with that idea. So when you go into lovemaking, when you go in and you create that bioelectric current of that yin and yang energy of those, of those chakras connecting together, and you hold that intention, when you go into orgasm, it, eventually it will manifest. It has no choice. The universe is here to bend to your will, okay? Hmm. But when you are not disciplined and you jump in and out of that or you get tired of the person that you're with or you jump to the next person and then you tap into their energy and they got a lack of energy, you are blocking your blessings. You are blocking your blessings. So one of the keys to Tantra is safety, is being safe. I need a safe place to de-robe and be vulnerable to share with you my truths and my desires so that they can manifest. The men, you are the enlighteners. You are to enlighten her, meaning you are to build with her, right? You are to bring knowledge to her. Your mind and your logic and your ideas are to be planted into the fertile soil, which is the conscious woman, okay, so that she can create them here on this physical realm. By the woman being able to have multiple orgasms back to back, that is why her energy to create into the physical realm is more intense Mm -hmm. because you're wanting to build up as much energy as you possibly can. If I can step into the metaphysical world for a minute, your macabre or your light body, your light vehicle, okay, when you build up that energy strong enough to get that light spinning, you have now tapped into the unlimited resource of the universe, okay? So sex is the most powerful energy available to you on the planet, the most powerful. It is what creates you. This is why the churches and religion and everything has made it taboo 
and said, no, be celibate. No, you know, what, trust me, whatever it is they're telling you not to do, that's what you need to be studying, okay? So but the key is you have to be conscious and, and accountable in who it is that you're having sex with because you're going to create that reality, okay? So sex being the most powerful energy on the planet is the same energy that comes forth when a woman has a child, when that child comes down that birth canal and that soul enters into this realm, that mother is in between worlds. She has access to the unlimited, you know, abundance of the universe at that time. That is the same time and space at the moment of death. Okay? That is why you are to live a life to constantly be evolving and expanding so that you have the right to choose what your next experience is and not be on default. If you're living life through default, then your sexual experiences will be on default and your death will be on default. Mm. You have the opportunity at any point in time to not be stuck in the wheel of experiencing this all the time. All you have to do is make the choice. And part of that choice is in who you partner with. And it's not just sexually, it's, it's who's in your cipher as well. Because I only want people around me who know more than me, who have more than me, and who will build into me. You know what I mean? So, so people who are working a nine-to-five job, you're working corporate. If you feel like you are building someone else's legacy and that you, you dread going to this place every day, that will be your experience. Yeah. But if you go into that nine to five every day and you look at them and you say, no, you are my investor, you are investing into my legacy, it has a completely different energy. It's what you do with that currency. So, again, if you go in and you're looking at that nine to five or that corporate position or whatever your position is, that you are working for someone else and you're building their legacy, you will have a default experience with your currency. If you go in with an invest thinking that they are your investor and they are building into you and your legacy, you will be in the positive flow of your currency. So I heard you guys build on a show that you guys did the other day. I'm sorry to tap back into that, but you were saying, you know, that this that you guys came through through a school, you know, at LIU, and that you guys sat at the feet of masters and you listened to them. And if someone went to Harvard and they studied for all that time and then they came out and they said, I can't do nothing with this. I don't know how to use this. It's not practical to me, right? I'm giving yes. this to you as practical as possible, as practical as possible. We, we, we work on the aid as well, build, destroy, or I like to say destroy and build, Right? Your blueprint, yeah. whatever it is that you're building on, that your foundation is going to be, is from the blueprint that you have. So you have to destroy the ego. You have to destroy the toxic behavior, whether it be the music or the food or the people that you have around you. You have to want to live more than anything. You have to want to ascend and to win more than anything. It's nothing but a choice. It's nothing but a choice. The moment that you do that, and then you begin to take the steps to refine yourself. You create daily rituals. You let go. You take care of your reproductive system. You know, you study knowledge itself. You continue to read and learn and expand. Um, you know, you, you, you study different techniques. 
None of this is new. None of this is new under the sun. These sciences have gone from culture to culture, and it's always been ours. It's always been ours. You have to own that. You have to know that. It comes in many different names and forms. You know, the indigenous did it. Um, In the comedic world, it was done. You know, in the fable of the Greek world, it was done. It's been here. It's been here. The problem is this information is coming from the Eastern world to the Western world, and anything that is filtered to the Western world, it becomes a problem, right? We have to go through it unconditioned and and debunk debunk the myths to the point that we lose hope, we lose faith, and we're not dedicated to the research and to making the information inform, meaning it becoming a part of us and we living the information. We just want to sit down and you know, go to lectures and hear people tell us this, and then we want to come out and be magically transformed, and it don't happen that way. You have to be a disciple to the information that you take, and then you make it your own. We get attached to the messengers, and, and we don't take heed to the message. I'm just a tool. I'm just a vessel. A genesis is, is a genesis. You know what I mean? But if, if I'm winning and I'm winning alone, am I really winning? You know what I'm saying? Because then who am I going to share in the collective with? Who am I going to celebrate with? Who are my babies going to, you know, vibe with and their cipher going to be with? So my mission is for us all to win, for us all to be victorious. But you got to do the work, and i got to do the work. It's never ending. When you think that you have arrived, that's the moment you need to dive even deeper. And another thing that I want to touch on, really quick if I may, the red we built on on Friday is the men, the position of the men being enlighteners to the women and the women being the conduit to his electric energy. He is the sun, she is the moon. He is the giver, she is receptive. Men, if you are not giving anything to your women for her to receive, she will not respect you. She will not. Okay? So when you're taking this information that you have learned to her in an egotistical way, or in a way that is full of testosterone, and you're carrying it to her with this masculine continuum, but then you want her to be submissive, it's a problem. It's a breakdown. You have to be able to dissipate the information to her in a way that she can digest it, and then you guys utilize it. So she sees you parakeeting all phrases and verbal masturbation, but you're not doing nothing and you're not manifesting nothing, guess what? She's not going to look at you like you God. She's not going to look at you like you're a king and like you're manifesting. Still got these babies to feed and you're not contributing to it, okay? So we need to remove the ego and really do the work. And sisters, you have to refine yourselves and take care of yourselves and take care of your yonis, okay? Be confident in who you are. Have self-esteem in who you are. Because if a brother is trying to play his role and you still, you know, are being a bitch, for lack of better words, and you're being stubborn to the enlightenment that he's trying to share with you, it's a problem. So in this workshop series that I'm doing, and I said in the beginning that I'm building on the five, which is power and refinement, okay, because these women, we have to refine. We have a lot of women who are tearing on this masculine energy, this aggressive energy, because the men haven't been showing up for us, so we've been showing up in the place of them for ourselves. And we are very unbalanced. And then we have men who are being very egotistical on the outside, 
But lack of better words, they some bitch ass niggas on the inside. <laughs> so the women are dominating them and demasculating them. Our roles are reversed and it's unbalanced. So we have to do the work. And we cannot build a nation unless we have families. So, you know, those of us in our 30s and 40s and we still out here and we still ain't got shit and we still ain't with nobody, it's a problem. It's a problem. You have to build your team. You have to build your core. You have, you have the, the male, the female, the two individuals, and then you have the relationship or the marriage, which is the entity. That is where you build your wealth. So it is for you to continue expanding on you, the individual, okay? This is where Tantra comes in and we remove ourselves from having that ownership or that attachment that I own you. I don't own you. You are free to be yourself. And I don't have to worry about what you do when you, when you have spiritual uh, understanding for yourself because you're not going to abandon or neglect yourself. So I don't have to worry about the choices that you make because I trust you, right? So I can let that burden go. I don't have to worry about those things anymore. But in order for us to build, you know, on integrity and a legacy and to build wealth, we have to have the two energies coming together and not look at each other as opposite sex or opposing sex, but as complementary sex. You are to oh, complement, oh. you're, you're to add on and be an asset and not a liability. So can I play devil's advocate briefly? Yes, yes. So if I'm a sister who is independent, you know, I got a nice, I'm not really independent, but I, I work for a white person and I don't have a man, and they get they pay me. I'm not working for myself. I don't got my own company. I work for a corporation, and I'm independent because I don't have a man. And I'm like, you know, I get a boyfriend or you know a husband or whatever. But because of my pay rate or my tax bracket or what it is that you know they give me for my services, I begin to live in this world of of me versus you in, in, in regards to her mate. You know, and vice versa as well. You have brothers who are in positions and whatnot or they, they receive a certain amount of money a year, you know, their gross domestic, you know, what they take home and whatnot, and they act like that makes them uh, in competition with their loved ones. So they don't necessarily work together, they work against each other. And you're saying that power, or rather the mistake that one is making is, you know, by not realizing that the power in creating wealth and legacy is to work together and combine the energies and to cooperate. Correct. Indeed. Indeed, interesting. So I'm never a female to say that I don't need the male energy in my life. And regardless if I am making more money than my mate or not, if we are one and we are vibrating in a union, then what is mine is yours and what is yours is mine, Right? Yeah. If we're building towards something and we have a goal and we have a vision, that it shouldn't matter who makes what. We should just honor the divine in one another and, and be in gratitude that we have that abundance flowing. But when we live in a state of separatism, then this is mine and that is yours. And no matter if I'm making 100000 and you're making 40000 so that means a combined income of 140000 we should be living nice. If we are in a state of separatism, we will still never have anything. Because we're opposing. We're at odds. 
That's why you so have to separate. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you have to separate the relationship from the individual. The relationship is an entity of itself. That way, I don't crumble. The individual doesn't crumble if something goes wrong. The entity mm-hmm. does. And this is what we do in business, right? We get an LLC or we get a tax ID yes, so that that debt is on that. It's not on the individual. Yes, indeed. We create alternate versions of self to do business, you know, in our name. So we create relationships with our loved ones to, you know, create that energy and have that experience, but it's outside of self. That's what you're saying. Correct. Hmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. What about the man who has multiple women? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the appropriation of that kind of energy. Are you pro or con? Um, and we could both we could utilize it from both aspects. What about a sister who may have multiple mates? And her, she's saying that I'm drawing energy, you know, I am, you know, fulfilling with my multiple mates what one man can't bring to the table. So I have multiple men to fulfill all of my needs. One man may be the provider of, you know, uh, economics or currency. Another one may be the maintenance man. He fixes things. Then the other one may be the one who listens. You know, he has a real uh so you know he has a, a good a side to him that he's very affectionate and he, he's a good listener and she utilizes all three of those men to you know make to make up for the whole then you have a on the other side you have a brother who may have you know he may be dating and he may be sleeping with numerous women based on his uh you know his uh relationships I feel twofold about that, and I don't know which pill this is asking me this question. <laughs> because we just, okay, because you know we 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 touched on this on Friday. Indeed. Um, indeed. And I my response was, show me a man who can master one woman, right? And then yes. we'll elaborate on the bill. But my thing is, authenticity is key. Okay, so if I can be authentic enough and express to you that this that this is the way the matrix is set up, okay, that you are my partner, but if at any point in time that I feel the need or I have the desire to express another part of me with someone else, if I can be 100% authentic with you and, and all parties are knowing, then that mm-hmm. is the agreement that you have. Okay, it is what it is when we do things in the dark or when we are not being authentic that um, energy gets blocked. This isn't my rule. This is just a universal rule. If there is betrayal, yep. if there is untruth, if there is unauthenticity, blockages will occur. Okay, so if you are able to run your universe in that way, and all planets are in agreement to such, hopefully, um, energetically there is not a disruption. And the reason why I say that is, if you've ever heard of the law of the 48 kisses, um, energetically, when, when the tongue and the heart connect, right, 
as yes. above, so below. You have six chakras above the heart. You have six chakras below the heart, the heart being the anchor. Okay? If the heart is out of alignment and is not balanced, everything else is going to be unbalanced. It, 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 it can't function in that way. It's going to be unbalanced because if your heart is not centered, your mind and your thoughts are going to come from that, that you're, you're not happy. And if your heart isn't centered, then you're going to attract, you know, um, unloving and, and, and situations that you'll put yourself in that you don't feel worthy of the love that you desire, so you'll have sex in a destructive way. So on both ends, if the heart chakra isn't balanced, then, then things can go awry. So, again, if, if someone can handle you in that vulnerable place and they can be authentic with you, then it has the potential to work. But if all parties are not working on themselves to expand themselves and to be authentic and to be transparent, it is not going to work. It is not because you're taking energy from one person to the other, and if you guys are not on the same intent, and, and here, let me, let me say this, if you are trying to create, and you are trying to bring things forth into this realm, okay, and you're, and you're diving with many different energies, and all energies are not on one accord, you're going to create blockages. You're going to create blockages. If you can master everyone expanding and growing and being authentic and being on the same vibration, then you will be a millionaire. You can have success, and that is, that is in any cycle. You know what I mean? If, if that's your collective of people that you have around you or if that's in your universe of people, you know, that, that, that you're having sexual contact with. But if, if it is not authentic, it will be tainted. Indeed. Indeed. And that is because we're human and we have emotions and jealousy will arise. You know what I mean? Um, or, or one will feel that they're not getting what the other one is. So... So issues and blockages come up with those things. But when we're talking about um, the spirit and the financial uh, and the physical welfare, we have to be very careful how far we disperse and we send out our, our energy in that regard. Can you expand on that? Because you're you're sharing with multiple energies. You know what I mean? That's, that's a oh, lot of work. Oh. Yeah, all right. That's a lot of work. To, it's one thing for the, for the one couple, you know what I mean, to, to be able to be working on how you eat and you get up and you exercise and, and you're expanding and you're reading and you're doing the disciplines that you need to do. When you have to extend that out to many different people, especially if they're not in yeah. the same household, you know what I mean, if you can have that routine where everybody is working like a machine, that's one thing. But if you're not, then, you know, you're, you're going to run into blockages. Indeed. Well, the first question that I was asking in regards to the uh, the man with multiple mates and also the woman with multiple mates was basically catered around someone that was like dating. I can go in and ask for the example of the polygamist, you know what I mean, one who has a household with a wife and a sister wife, maybe other two other sister wives and whatnot. So I, I feel like, you know, those are two totally different expressions and, and you know, mm-hmm. in so many ways what you were speaking about, about authenticity, being honest and being open and not hiding it and being able to have mates, multiple mates in one under one roof and whatnot, that would relate more so. And um, I find a lot of similarities in uh, polygamous relationships that I can reference, you know, because I have a reference point 
I know of individuals who have been in polygamous relationships, you know, and, and individuals who are new to polygamous relationships. So I'm able to look at their relationship and come to a point of reference. So, um, but I do, I do definitely understand what it is that you're saying about the, um, the um, spreading of energy, you know, uh, and, um, you know, maybe the, uh, what you call it, the, um, the wasting of energy. But then I would also ask you, did you not say that the sacred act of sex magic or, you know, tantric is responsible for creating all things in creation and um, it's something that can benefit one if he knows what he's doing with it or she's doing with it. Yes, if he or she knows what they're doing with it. You know, and I've had some people ask me the question of, going back to you mentioning someone who is dating, and everyone that they're dealing with maybe doesn't know the science or, or they're not building deep enough to where he can bring that or she can bring that to the person that they're having sex with. And my mm-hmm. response to that has been, well, you know, I don't know if that sounds selfish, but you might want to go ahead and use that energy to create anyway. You know what I mean? You, while you're in the act of it, try to stay present with the person but hold the intention of what it is that you're wanting to bring forth. So at least you're you're getting what you need from the experience. Indeed. But, but yeah. at the cost, at the risk of what is going on in their life. Okay. You feel me? Mhm. Yep. Indeed. So this is this is where we have to have integrity and be choosy with who we're with because it doesn't mean that if you're single, if you're dating, that you can't still have sex. Someone said to me, "I don't want nothing sacred about my sex," right? But it's the intent that you carry. You can still be a freak or get your hair pulled or whatever the case is that you want to do. You know what I mean? Isolate that on a Wednesday and on the Thursday, make sure <laughs> you do your affirmations and your visualization when you go into it. Um. But we still have to be cautious with who we entertain sexually with because we're still tapping into whatever their reality is. You know what I mean? Mm. Whatever it is going on with them and they're attracting to themselves. You know, we talked about before that getting within two centimeters of a person's body, you have now tapped into their electromagnetic field. So you have tapped into their reality. And it's, and it's, going, to, it's going to affect you in some way. Indeed. Mm. So speaking to um, the loss of energy really quick, when just think about, you know, when you're casually having recreational sex and you haven't learned the art of injaculation, we're going into to natural birth control, you haven't learned the art of injaculation, then every time you have sex with someone and you're spilling your semen into a condom and then you put it into the trash can, think about what you're doing. Mm. That's life force energy that is lost, that is gone. You know what I mean? Mm. So in procreational sex, the, the energy, huh? What about flushing it down the toilet? I mean. Yeah, exactly. In procreational sex, the energy comes down and out for the reason of, of going into the woman to plant the seed. In creational sex or in sex that is intentional, the energy should rise back up. Right, so learning the art or the mastery of injaculation, so that you can send that life force energy back up, and you can utilize it again and again and again. 
And so when the woman is in tune with her cycle in the moon and the man is in tune with his ejaculation, we have natural birth control at play. Exactly. And can you please expound on that whole process, you know, that discipline, and also speak to some sisters who, you know, they aren't pleased until the man ejaculates. Like they want to see that, you know, they want to see that climax. Yeah, that's conditioning. That's conditioning. And and, and the the porn world has ruined, you know, our start in in our sexual exploration Um, because we watch and we listen to their moans and their sounds and their responses and we think that we're supposed to mimic that. And then some men who are young boys and teenagers and they start out watching pornography and, you know, they're in the room and they're hiding trying to do it and they're trying to hurry up and, and orgasm before someone walks in and they're doing this in a hurried fashion, when they go into intercourse with women, they're doing the same thing. They're mimicking the same hurried motion. And until someone stops him and says, hey, you know what I mean, I need you to to slow down, he's thinking he's a good lover into his 40s because the woman's throat chakra wasn't opened up enough to the point to say, hey, I need you to love me a different way. You know what I mean? Or she has watched all these videos and different things, and she thinks that, you know, she's supposed to let the man come on her, and she's supposed to, you know, he's not satisfied unless he has an orgasm, regardless of the fact that she had an orgasm or not. It's conditioning. It's conditioning. We're supposed to be an even exchange, a harmonious exchange of giving and receiving, of giving and receiving. And so another thing is women who are not having orgasms you know, your your reproductive system has memory, especially the women. The womb has memory. So if she has the expectation of disappointment, it's already in her mind that she's going to be disappointed. So that's why it's important, mm-hmm. again, to have a safe place, a vulnerable place that you can share who you are with and mastery of self, know how to please yourself and touch yourself. Ladies, you're going to have to get in there and figure out what pleases you and know your own anatomy before you can tell someone else what you need. Beautiful. In that regards, what about men touching themselves? Like, what about masturbation? So I know there's a lot of mental masturbation going on, which only, you know, I guess that leads into other kinds of masturbation, you think? <laughs> so <laughs> I do. What, but, what, are, what are the dangers, you know, what are the pros and cons of the proverbial spanking and taking? Well, anything that is done as an escape or under a perversion, you know, is not healthy for us. But Tantra encompasses celibacy as well as it does the sexual path, right? Yes. So if you, if, you are, if, you are not, if you are with a mate currently that is not carrying the vibration that you are or you feel like you can't, you know, bring the science to them and create with them, okay, or you are single, or you just want to work on some shit by yourself, I would use masturbation, right? You hold the vision. You hold the intent. Bring yourself close to orgasm. For the men, hold it, you know, learn the art of ejaculation, because let me say this, an orgasm and ejaculation are not the same thing. That's the first thing. Most people think that Mm. it is. So men, get it out of your head that if you don't ejaculate, you're not going to have an orgasm. You will. You will still have the orgasm. You just will not feel semen. Okay? So you have to learn the technique to, to ejaculate 
okay? So you can masturbate, bring yourself to the point of orgasm, do the ejaculation, and hold the intention and send that energy back up to your crown chakra. That sets magic by yourself. You can be creating by yourself. Okay? So is there something a little bit more directional that you can give the listeners? Because it might be people that want to go and research this technique immediately. You know what I'm saying? So is there something a little bit more directional rather than just randomly telling somebody, you know, if you get it in the wind and you come across it, me per se, it was explained to me thoroughly by somebody who had not necessarily mastered it yet. They still were um, pretty much internalizing the technique, and then I was able to read some Montalchia and then speak to some elders and get some more tips but I learned that um, there are not too many people, if they haven't had that experience, they kind of have no idea where to obtain this type of information. It's not something that, you know, can necessarily tap to and get on a grapevine. Right. Well, there's two things. and In my workshops, you know, this is why I would really like to meet a male practitioner that I trust and that I feel comfortable with, Um because it is one thing for me to work with the women and bring the science to the women. It is another thing for me to work with the men. And I'm not a man. So I can tell them and share with them the techniques and the way to do it. Um, but it's, an, it's another thing for a man to explain to a man how to do the technique, as you said, that you were able to get it from some elders. So um, in Qigong and learning how to, to work the energy flow of your breath, right, and certain stances that you can get in to hold your energy and to, to cut off the energy, your semen comes through the same vessel um, as your urine does, right? So the perineum, the, the place behind your testicles and before, uh, before your rectum, okay, is a point in there that you can press up on until you learn to do it without pressing on that place it will stop the flow. It will cut off that flow of the semen to connect to the same artery that the urine comes down, okay? So we talk about Kegel muscles and, and Kegel exercises that you hold and release, you tighten and release that muscle until you can get to the point to where when you are coming in, this is why masturbation is good to, to master the technique, okay? Masturbate by yourself to bring yourself almost to orgasm and just keep trying to block that flow to allow the semen to, to come through that artery to where it comes out the tip of your of your penis, okay? So if you're home by yourself and you're doing this and you're trying to bring yourself to orgasm and when you feel it coming, take your, I would say, your middle finger with your nails cut and press on that place to try to block the flow of the semen coming down before it connects to that artery, okay? Um, you can Google, let's see, what is this? Sacred Sexuality, a manual for living bliss um, is a good book that will give you um, visuals and techniques to be able to do this. Jewel in the Lotus is another uh, path to Tantra that will help give you visuals on how to do this, okay? But the main thing to know is that the same artery that your urine is flowing through is the same artery, the same vessel that your semen will come through, okay? And by pressing on that perineum, 
not too hard, but pressing it enough to where um, you're tapping on the prostate and you're blocking off that semen from coming, being able to come down, you will still have the orgasm, but you will block the semen from being able to come down. And, and the mastery of this is your breath, okay, and learning how to move the chi in a way that you send the semen back up and not allowing it to flow down and out. And women can help the men with this. So if you are um, pleasuring him orally or if you are having sex and you know he's about to come to orgasm and you stop, you can press on that place. You can start to learn yourself and feel around for that soft spot and start to press on that perineum for him to block the flow of the semen coming down until he's able to master it for himself. You, you explained that expertly, and um, for the family that's listening, it, it does take some practice. It does take some practice. Yeah, so, so don't don't you know do saying? it a couple of times and say you didn't yeah, get it. And I then think stop. That you're gonna get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's these gonna are, take. These are these are arts that you know people actually have to. The same way that you would take any martial arts technique and you understand the discipline that it takes to actually say that you have mastered it, it takes yeah. the same level of discipline when it comes to this. But this is a technique called the making of the superhero. So what happens, family, is that when you're able to redistribute this particular chi, right, around your body, they call it the... Uh, microcosmic orbit, you're going to be able to visualize you charging your sensors. <clears throat> and the more that you do this orbit and charge your sensors, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be building up the chi energy in your tendons, right? So not only will you have magnificent um, musculature, but your skin will also start glowing because you're going to start getting, like, this particular glow. Your, your skin will start looking golden, and then you'll get a glow. Again, these are things that are spoken of in folklore. Like she said, they have always been archived in different times of civilization and ancient folklore, and they speak of it. But there are people that have actually done it. There are people that have achieved this state. You know what I'm saying? I myself got to a point. I was doing my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, and the art of Tantra is more so an oral tra tradition, so it's passed on verbally. So these are things that have to be shown, you know, and this is why I like to do workshops live when I do the Tantra techniques, because this is something you have to touch, feel, sense, smell. This is live, you know what I mean? It's passed on orally, and, and it's not so much textbook information. We're so used to reading a book and mimicking and thinking we know it. This This is something you have to do and live and exercise. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Give me a second, y'all. I got to get out to the store. It's a lot of background noise. All right. Peace. Mm 
Are y'all still there? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, indeed. Uh, well, I, I mean, whew, they said a game is to be sold, not told. <laughs> <laughs> you done laid it out in about an hour. You've you, you dropped some gems that uh, some people may have never heard in their lifetime. It's almost uh, the, the wisdom is infinite. You feel me? There's no age to it because it's definitely timeless and it is definitely infinite. And I, in my humble opinion, it's some of the most empowering information that one can receive if one knows what to do with it. You know what I mean? I really feel like you just gave the formula to immortality and eternal bliss, you know. And uh, I really look forward to uh, these workshops that you're going to be doing. You know what I mean? Because I know the the um, the benefit the brothers and sisters in the community and even outside of the community, I mean, just humanity itself, I know the benefit of receiving corrective information when it comes to our sexual practices, you know, and affairs of the heart and the, distribu- the distribution of our chi and our energy. So, you know, whatever KTL could do to help you with your campaign, we're definitely on board and on deck to assist you with that. Much gratitude. You guys have been supportive from the day that we met. So I, you know, definitely am thankful. I'm definitely thankful, and I appreciate the connection that we have, and you guys, you know, always supporting me and being there. No doubt. No doubt. And I do want to say I'll be in Brooklyn April 27th, um, D.C. August 24th, L.A. September 21st, and San Juan, Puerto Rico October 23rd through the 26th. That's when I really want the gods and the goddesses to come together and go to the ocean and let it go and us really learn and, and just work together through some of these techniques and healing together. Because even though I'm out here and I'm working with the women, and, and trying to assist them if I'm sending them back to toxic partners or I'm sending them back to partners who they haven't been able to heal and be vulnerable, then I'm still doing a disservice, you know. So I really want to create a safe haven for the men, too, to come and to release, you know what I mean, because they've, they've got trauma, they've got experiences, they've had broken hearts. And so, you know, I'm here to be a vessel and a medium to heal and, and, and to move all of us through that. Indeed, give thanks for that. Sure, the family can appreciate that one right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blue. Um. Trying to get questions? out of Walmart. Y'all gotta. Okay. Yeah, my next question, my next line of question, she just kind of handled it. I was gonna speak to the um, the need and necessity to create programs for men that might need some level of healing. Men that acknowledge, you know, after so many failed relationships, that it's something that 
they need to deal with or haven't dealt with. You know, sometimes men don't even have nobody to really even talk to about the situation because every other woman they know is potentially a, a, a partner or, you know, there's somebody that they don't have that level of relationship with to get that perspective. And you could always talk to another man about what you're going through in your relationships, but sometimes you need to hear from a female because there might be some finer things that you're missing and overlooking, you know, when it comes to that feminine principle that certain men are just not cognizant of, you know. It's the same way that there are young ladies that never had the presence of a father in the home and had to figure certain things out on their own. There's certain men that didn't have that maternal connection either, you know. And then there's, there's, there's a large majority of men that ritualistically, you know, grew up in homes that till a, a day and age the mother wasn't present or sometimes even if she was, she was there in the zone because she was she was high. You know, and then they got introduced to the ritual of, of interaction and pseudo mating. They got introduced to it via hip hop or rap, for that matter, through the streets, you know what I'm saying, or through the older Gs around their way. Now, how do you unlearn all of that? And then they live in this environment where it's being reinforced to them every day. You know, it really takes a strong mind to ignore what you're saying. Hello? That's very true. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here. That's very true. Yeah. And I so, think that one of you know, the, the best ways to assist him is, is to allow him to stay to let it go. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Come on, yeah. Keep the flow of the show. If you have any callers, find out if you have any callers on the phone or anything. All right. Yeah, let's go to call. All right. It's at 11 o'clock okay. hour. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the line, and um, we're going to see with the family if they have any questions. Oh, okay. Call queue is lit up. So let's go right to these callers. Our first caller is caller from the two four zero two eight six. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. All right. Caller from the four seven zero two six three. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, brothers. Good evening. Greetings. 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 Uh, man, I uh, I appreciated the the. Uh, the Empress that was giving the the lecture, and you know, uh, yes, sister, right there on the phone. Peace, sister. Good night. Peace, love. How are you? Peace. I'm I'm doing well. All things considered, I'm here with my my queen, and um, I just really wanted to uh, you know, see more directly if you um were giving workshops on how to create more syndicates because I feel like it's needed. I I do a lot of uh research 
on the internet that I absorb a lot of the lectures and the brothers that give big dissertations and whatnot. And I notice there's a lot of lack of lacking female energy. Um, the way that you laid out your information, I thought was very impeccable. And I note that intelligent females have like a hundred percent rate when they're giving out information uh, as far as having impeccable layout of the information and the basically the command and mastery of the information at hand. So uh, and basically it will be more direct. My question is uh, are you creating, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, uh, clones? Am I creating a clone? Not a clone, so to speak, but more like students. Well, my intention with all of the workshops that I do, it, you know, especially with the title, it's The Power Within, is to really spark these women to show that what it is that I'm doing, they can do also. You know what I mean? I'm no different than them. I'm just sharing my journey and my experiences of how I've come to this place so that hopefully they will take the torch, you know what I mean, and, and give this information and disseminate it to their sisters and their daughters and, and their mothers and their grandmothers so that we can all be on, a, on the same accord collectively as women. Now, I am doing a series of workshops, like I said, Atlanta, New York, D.C., L.A., and Puerto Rico for 2012. Wherever I am needed, I will go, you know what I mean? Um, as long as someone contacts me and, and the arrangements are made, then I will be there. Um, and, and in that, I do private consultations, and I, and, I, and I am willing, and I do take on women. The only thing that I ask for is integrity and loyalty, you know what I mean, that, that you're disciplined to, to the arts of being a goddess and, and truly walking in the path, you know what I mean? I've come across a lot of people who fall off um, or they're not disciplined in it, and the thing is the only person that you're sabotaging is yourself, you know what I mean? And, and this is the year of the awakener, and it's really time for us to just snap out of this default mode of living and, and really go hard for it, you know what I mean? So whomever, man or woman, who is willing um, to go on the journey, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. My website is www.divinedeliverance.net, divinedeliverance.net. It's a Genesis Samadhi, A-G-E-N-I-S-Z-S-A-M-A-D-H-I. You can find me on Facebook, Google me, website, you will find me. Just simply contact me. Um, and we'll build privately or we'll work on, on creating a workshop in your area. Okay, I'm in the Atlanta area. Can you give me the date when you'll uh, be in my area? I just did Atlanta on March the 30th. Okay. Um, and I am doing uh, the Something Fresh Fest in May, uh, the end of May, Labor Day weekend. That is the next date that I have coming up in Atlanta. Um, but I have gotten a lot of response after the Atlanta event, so stay connected to me and stay connected to my information because uh, I will be cycling back around in Atlanta again. I just don't have that date yet. We have time tonight, sister. I appreciate that. Indeed, love. I appreciate your energy. And to the pills. And your um, queen. Oh, thank you. To the pills, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Y'all uh, sorely appreciate it. And one other quick thing, um, Oh, man, it escaped. It was Dick Gregory. On your Dick Gregory, uh, the program you did with Dick Gregory on, uh, he expressed the notion whereas we could uh, collectively boycott 
brand specifically. And I thought that that was a very uh, powerful notion that I had never heard before, and I was wondering if you fellas could uh, expound on that. Well, what he was saying is there's power, there's power in numbers. So, you know, what he was yeah, he's speaking of the network coming together to basically collectively shut down um, different brands. Right. Attack them economically, you know. What? As what a that was, you know, it would be it would be plausible for us to, you know, say select two brands per month. And whereas, you know, we actually attack the you know, attack the powers that be against us in a manner that we could also handle and also, you know, those of us that still depend on these brands can still run their households efficiently. Meanwhile, you know, reducing some of the profits that they take out of our pocket. Hello? I'm here. Do we have another question? Uh, oh, man. Hello? Yes, brother. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all heard me or not. Uh, I was. Uh, I know you heard when I said uh, about the brand-specific boycott organized by the family. And, um, you know, being that you guys have this platform, you know, I'll be welcome to any uh, any suggestions or leadership that you might want to take on that front. Yeah, um, you know, if the situation presents itself and the need is there, we'll move on it and we'll definitely put the call out on KTL. But in the meantime, man, stop focusing on on them. And tonight, you know, this platform is mainly is about empowerment of self. And when you concentrate that energy towards you, trust me, man, there's no greater feeling than that. You know, put your energy on it, put your dreams on it, affirm it. There's too much time to be spent for you doing the things that you want to do. And I think that if you focus more on that, then, um, you know, that's the only thing that's going to bring this thing to balance. All right, point duly taken. And uh, you fellas uh, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate the energy you give out. Thank you. All right. Thank you, brother. Peace. 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 D-Rap, please go to the next caller, please. Yes, sir. We have a caller from the 614, Eric Cole 614, Peace, and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Greetings. Greetings, kings and queens. Um, very powerful information. Um, I just wanted to make a suggestion. You say that there wasn't any... Hello? Yes, yes. we're here with you. Oh, okay, cool. Um, there wasn't any males, or you didn't know of any males. I, I know you guys, you know Coach Kyer, he has a show on Blog Talk. 
And yes. for a while, yes, for uh, for a while, um, maybe early um, 2013 throughout 2012, he had Master Yao was a tantra uh, teacher. Yes, yes, and we also have our brother Yama, the um, tantric mongoose, who has come on the show multiple <laughs> times. Yes, indeed, and um. There's some other brothers that are out there. You know, I, I yeah. definitely want to familiarize our sister, a Genesis, with teachers that are definitely putting in the work. Um, on I'm, the, familiar. Uh, I'm familiar. Yeah. My statement was that I was comfortable, you know, working with to, to take the information collectively to the people. Oh, okay, great, wonderful. Yeah. So I mean, you know, if it wasn't comfortable with the female, then that was just some name that I knew of that I listened to. It seems pretty thorough with the information that people could talk. You know, Google or look up or listen to other shows. But yeah, definitely, if that that's a, the masculine male thing. But I, I'm cool with everybody. <laughs> I love the woman. Indeed, our brother Eileen Bay is also very profound in his demonstration as well as his knowledge into the subject. And I uh, I was at a lecture that he did in Atlanta that Brother Panic put together dealing with orgasms, and it was definitely, uh, it was, um, it was, it was classic. Oh, yeah, and Nick Yama, too, right? I heard of him, too. Yeah, we said that earlier. Tantric okay, I could. Mongo. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right, I was just saying that, and just keep doing the work. And um, we're here to receive the information. Indeed. What state are you from, um, caller, sister? Um, I'm Andrea out of Ohio. Oh, peace and love to Ohio. Uh, we definitely are looking forward to going back to Ohio. We was out there a few years ago, and uh, it was a strong impact. And the uh, energy out there is definitely um, very strong. We went to Serpent Mound and a few other places. Oh yes, we we the heart of it all. Oh but yes, thank indeed. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay, peace. Six four four, peace. Brother Ray. Red, do we have any other callers? Hello? Sis, are you still with us? I'm here, love. Okay. Peace, this family. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to get right into the meditation, family. We will be right back. Peace.
for the sister for bringing this um this level of information. And what came to me was the fact that you know I wanna I I wanna I wanna I wanna share. You know what I mean? I wanna I wanna basically bless the audience with a gift tonight. So what I decided to do was um you know we're doing the twenty for twenty ebook deal with Cyber our um, Cyber Library. So I decided to go ahead, and um, we have a whole folder of books on Tantra, you know what I mean? Uh, very, very um, profound and informative books dealing with the whole discipline of Tantra. So for the family that's listening to the show tonight and the family that will access the show in the archives, I want you to hit me up at KTL Empowerment. That's K-T-L-E-N-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T at Gmail. And, you know, we have we have a $20 deal on the whole folder dealing with the tantric, um, these tantric titles. I'll, write, I'll read some of them off to you. Uh, we have the Discourse on the Worship of Priapus. We have the Influence of the Phallic Idea by C. Wake, Karma Sutra of Vatsanyanana, we have the Kariza Ethics of a Marriage by A.B. Stockham. We have Nature Worship, Phallic uh, Miscellaneous. We have Phallicism, Celestial and Terrestrial. We have Phallism in Ancient Worships, Worships, Sacred Writings of the Hindus, Shakti and Shakta, the Anaga Ranga, the Karizi Method, the Perfumed Garden of the Shaky. Nafwazi by Sir R. Burton, The Masculine Cross, The Mysteries of Sex Worship, The Royal Museum at Naples, The um, Satrakan, and The Worship of the Generative Powers. All right, so family, you heard the titles. These are definitely um, some powerful titles to add to your library, your cyber library. Hit us up, KTL Empowerment. If you are ready to make that purchase and put those li- put those books right there into your library, and also share it with others, you can have um, book clubs, you could do lectures, you could do whatever your heart pleases with the information. It is it is yours to do whatever you want. But I'm sure that the family wants to follow up on this information and do more research and um, qualify this information. So there you have it. All right. So um, let's go back to our callers. We have a lot of hands in the call queue, um, and I'm sure we're going to have some interesting questions tonight. I look forward to it. All right, let's go to the 646. That might be the town. Caller from the 646-271. Peace and welcome to Nola Ledge Radio. Greetings, brothers and Genesis. <laughs> This is on fire. <laughs> um, from New Jersey by way of Atlanta. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I, I was just calling, and I, I just want to commend all of you for um, a beautiful broadcast you're having this evening and um, bringing forth the tantra and the discipline and basically utilizing that energy because it is very important, especially now in these days and times with all of the 
so-called genocide going on. Um, I The thing that stuck out for me the most was when a genesis spoke about discipline and refining pretty much your diet. You know, are you eating like your partner's eating? That's really a very, very important um, issue in our community because a lot of brothers and sisters don't realize that they're not taking in the same foods or drink or, you know, whatever, you know, your partner's taking in. You're taking it in. The woman is taking it in through her orifice, and also the man is um, taking in whatever she's uh, eating and drinking. For example, if the the brother smokes and the sister doesn't, she's still getting that nicotine. And vice versa, if the sister drinks and the brother does not drink or smoke, he's getting her energy and her, um, um, well, her energy and whatever it is she's putting into her system, he's getting that as well, which is um, a breeding ground for disease. So some of the brothers and sisters who are conscious and holistic and they're aware of their diets when they um, exchange with a, another brother or sister who isn't on the same regimen as them um, as they are, they are more apt to expose themselves to uh, various diseases as well as parasites. It's a, it's a lot going on when we exchange bodily, bodily fluids. And it's very important, um, like a genesis says, to really pay attention to, you know, what your partner is putting to his, in, into his or her system and that you definitely want to be on one accord with that. So I just, you know, think that that's a topic that's not not really spoken a lot of, and um, I think it's very important for sisters and brothers to definitely know and or research these things because a pH-level body cannot function if, the, if it's acid, so if your partner's acid and you're alkaline, then you will become acidic once you've made that physical exchange. So um, uh, kudos to you, Genesis. I appreciate you. I love you. I look forward to working with you on the 27th at Nicholas Bookstore. I will be presenting by way of vaginal steaming in terms of assisting sisters with trauma um, through yoni steaming and also EFT and breath work. So, you know, I'm I'm really happy um, that I can be on board with you in this series and project, and I wish you all nothing but prosperity and abundance. Thank you, beloved. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you for expanding on that part of, you know, the system because it is very necessary and it is very important. And I didn't get to put out there um, certain things to help the women and the men detox their bodies. Um, mm-hmm. but, it, but it's a vibration, again, what it is that we're putting into our bodies. And women, two jewels, I want to drop you in really quick while we're on that topic. Thank you. Um, beloved, you so much is um, pineapples, eating pineapples or drinking uh, 100% or pineapple juice helps 
um, the digestive system of the body, but it also keeps your yoni tasting sweet, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> it just does. If you want LL, you want lower levels, we keep it short, right? And for the men, the same, because we can taste your semen. So what you eat, you are what you eat, literally. You know what I mean? Um, also, women, throw out your panties every three months. Stop recycling and wearing the same underwear because no matter how many times you wash it, there is bacteria that stays there. So there's, there's small things that we can do to make sure that we're keeping our bodies healthy. Um, but food and what we consume through our eyes, our ears, and our mouths is very important. Um, mm-hmm. So we those things and that we are in one accordance in the household with those things. And another thing is, indigenously, the men and the women ate different foods. They carried the same vibration, but we ate different foods because we had different roles that we had to play. This is why when women get into relationships and they gain relationship weight, it is because we're feeding our sons and our husbands and the men in our lives, and we're eating the same foods, and our bodies cannot digest those same foods. Okay, so this is why we have to go back to etiquette school, so to speak, with the women and the men as to what our roles are and what we need to be consuming. Because energetically, we have two different roles to play. So I wear this again. I got you. <laughs> Give praise and thanks. Thank you. Is that another question? Or comment? Yes. Indeed. Is that all your questions, sis? Uh, yes, pretty much. That's it. I just well, wanted to, you know, yeah. reiterate on that that topic because it's very I, important. I did want to, yeah, I wanted to share with you that if you look into our archives, we did do a wonderful, wonderful, lengthy show on some of the areas that you brought up, in particular parasites and exchanging of these parasites via body fluids, we did a show called mm. um, Mites, Parasites, Germs, Worms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with, with Sekmek Tobacco. I will go um, back and I will go back into the archives and, and look yeah, for that. Yeah, thorough um, information. Yeah, I'm working where you work with Dr. B as far as doing a, every four months uh, or every season, doing three three weeks out of a season. Um, yeah, Dr. B, serious about the detoxes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, too. I think it's power in numbers, and when we can get together and we can do things to educate ourselves as well as um, our community, I think it's a very powerful thing. And so I commend you all for definitely stepping up to the plate, doing what you do on the level that you do it on, and I know that it will only get better, so just like to encourage you to continue and to continue to grow and be open and receptive and do what you can to make yourself better. Yes, we definitely, definitely appreciate that. And you touched on something before you get off. I want to engage Sister Genesis with this question. I want you on the line as well. And that is about creating environments and community, you know, where like minds can share, and uh, study discipline. So, you know, oftentimes we understand that healing is much more than just internal 
healing very much is involved with environment and surroundings. Yeah. So oftentimes people come to us for healing. And just like you said, if you're speaking about the food, if you're talking about um, your, your, your mate being mm-hmm. opposite of what you are, you know, you have come somewhere and you've gotten yourself alkalized and then you go back into an acidic situation and it's going to bring that back into, you know, acidity. The mm-hmm. environment has a very big part to play with that, not only the person that you're laying with, but your physical environment, you know. Do you envision a time, especially in Atlanta, you know, a place where space is abundant? You know what I'm saying? There's nothing more inviting than the, uh, the, the the land. You know, Georgia is beautiful, just a beautiful mm-hmm. place. <laughs> and the actual land within itself can heal someone. Are we focusing on building community at some point where people with like minds will be able to collectively gather where these sisters that need to come in for this level of healing and therapy do it in an environment in which they're surrounded by other people that have come through? I would say so, yes. Um, Basically, the the programs and the different things that a Genesis has, a series, um, is all to acquire and to inform people as well as program that we're on. And I just think that... um, once we get our ducks in a row or get things in order, um, I I love working with other people. Um, it's not just about what I do. I think we enhance each other. So it's about, like, the collective and those who are on one accord in regards to um, the mental, the physical, emotional, and spiritual, as well as financial body. Um, can get together and collaborate on some things. Um, I've always uh, tried to be one who um, is is tight in my spot. And so um, I look forward to working with others this tightness so that I can learn and grow. But ultimately, as far as community and and community building, um, it's it's about communication, communication. I have an organization of of healers. It's called Starter 360 Shifting. And uh, in that uh, genre, I try to employ or assist other healers in whatever it is I'm doing. So most of the time, if I'm giving a function or event, I need to call a healer or a speaker or a lecturer. I have them in my archives. And this is something that I just, started last year. It was an idea from five years ago, but I actually started it last year where um, right. it's a, a hub for healing artists um, such as myself, a Genesis. Um, there's a few other sisters that are in Atlanta. Um, they have their own thing that they do, their own organizations, but if I'm in Atlanta and a Genesis needs me or if a Genesis come here and Genesis need me. 360 can provide her with, or even if she's in Atlanta, uh, different practitioners or lecturers that she may need. And so that is the reason for in the in in the the hub for healing artists as well as um, 
those sisters and brothers who are in various uh, states so we can connect when we're we're in each other's area. And um, that's one way. I mean, there are several ways, but to discipline yourself initially um, through various programs is what is, is what gives us the glue to stick together. What is a cleansing program, detox program, tantra series, um, yoni steaming, as long as there's a common ground. I think that, you know, we can always build from that common common ground. If I can jump Absolutely. in, I, I think that the work, doing the work is the connecting power. Um, because, because the goal is ultimately, yes, to have a community, to have a sustainable living community where we all can eat, live, and work off of the land. But mm-hmm. in order for that to be successful, we have to all be growing and expanding in our consciousness at a serious, on a serious note, you know, and not for likes and hashtags and retweets, but for, for, the, for the ascension of the soul. And... Um, you know, I say, to, to take it from a different perspective of, of building community and growing together, I say absolutely. And I say that from the standpoint of I am a mother. I'm a mother of twin boys. And because I have raised my boys naturally, you know, have never had their hair cut, they're vegan, um, they're not circumcised, they never had immunizations, uh, I've raised them in, in the ways and the rituals, you know, that I have taken on in my life. When I had my children, I had them as kind of like a science experiment. You know, I tapped into Christ consciousness and, and the Bhagavad Gita and the Quran and, you know, uh, Egyptology and Hinduism and Judaism and all these different sciences that I had tapped into. And I said, oh, my goodness, would it not be amazing to have a child and raise them without the conditions? to give them a pure platform to grow from, right? But in doing so, my children have run up against so many obstacles trying to raise them in this society, Mm. okay? So my children need kinetic partners as well, just as well as the adults do. We need kindred spirits and we need kinetic and collective communities, but we're leaving at our children, okay? So my children need to be you know, hanging around other children whose parents hold the same collective ideas that I do so that they don't feel Mm -hmm. outcasted, so they don't feel, you know, that they're against the system and that, you know, my children feel very different and isolated from other people Um, because I'm trying, Mm -hmm. I have foot in and one foot out, you know what I mean? And, and, And it's not conducive to the way that we're wanting to raise our children. So ultimately, yes, the goal is to have a community and to bring ourselves together so that our children can grow and so that they can flourish and so that they can hone their psychic abilities and they can hone, you know, the other sciences that we're, that we're giving to them so they can truly have a civilization to be great in, okay? So the ultimate goal, yes, is to do so. But in order for us to get there and to be successful in it, you know, we have to do the work. Whatever your break point is that you come into this, that the impact in your life occurs, we just have to be consistent in it. We have That's to true. be consistent. This is true. I concur. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You were going to say something? 
uh, you know, I was going to throw that to you, but I do want to throw another tip in there, going back just a little bit to the food, um, the alkaline. The alkaline water is important, ladies, because if you drink the alkaline water or if you take a bottle of alkaline water into the shower with you when you're cleansing your yoni, it will balance out your pH balance, okay? Mm-hmm. So before and after your cycle, make sure that you cleanse with alkaline water. Another thing that I do is when I go get wheatgrass and I have the wheatgrass juiced, the pulp from the wheatgrass, ask them to mm-hmm. give it to you, okay? And before and after your cycle, your moon cycle, insert, insert that wheatgrass pulp into your yoni and sleep with it. It will expel itself in the morning, but what it does, wheatgrass is sun energy, okay? It's pure chlorophyll, and it has the intelligence to go where it needs to in your body to heal you. So when you insert that wheatgrass into your yoni, it will pull down and draw out all of the toxins and bacteria in your body. So alkaline water, wheatgrass, and pineapple juice are simple things to keep the the female reproductive system going. The same with the men, but add in the zinc and the pumpkin seeds um, and the maca and the different things to keep your reproductive system going. Mm I'd like to interject, too, a little bit on that, uh, in that same consciousness, um, superfoods, because really our foods have no nutritional value. Uh, we're eating a lot of empty foods. That's why the new obese person, I mean, the new uh, malnutrition person is about three, 400 pounds. So the superfoods help to, to feed the body or feed your organs so that you can rejuvenate and also not be as hungry. Now, the other side of that is, of course, the detox and cleanse part and the parasites that we're carrying, too. So it's, it's, a, it's a delicate balance um, when, when it comes to the pH levels. Um, the alkaline water is great, and and a lot of, like, the eating of kale and spinach and high um, vibrational foods especially if they're organic, is great, but we still need to supplement with superfoods. That's how we make superheroes. And um, also it helps to keep our brain functioning, our heart functioning, our kidney, our liver, our wound and prostate areas functioning fluidly, um, as well as our other um, energy centers, major energy centers in our body. So the mucca powder, the wheatgrass, the spirulina, the flaxseed, the uh, um, cayenne pepper, turmeric, the ginger, all of That's these, um, the coca leaf, the coca, the pure coca, coca um, mix and things like that are very good for us to mix in our smoothies or in our food. Um, and, and that's just the name of food. You definitely want to incorporate superfoods in your, in your daily regimen if not at every meal, so that you could stay light and keep your vibration high. And those are some of the things that um, I encourage and discipline myself. I live it and I teach it um, to um, those who have ears to hear and and can receive it. And everybody's at different levels, but the key thing is is to definitely keep an alkaline body, then that way you could fight disease or disease. Is it can't live in your system. And all of this is Tantra. 
it's mm-hmm. still we're still mm-hmm. talking about tantra because you have yeah. to have a cleansed body. That's right. That's right. And um, like you said, I think we're gonna get a very good sense of community when we collectively gather this Memorial Weekend in Marlin, Georgia at the Something Fresh Fest. I think that I have a very good feeling that some powerful things are going to come out of that or to it. Right? Mm -hmm. Family, you can go to somethingfreshfest.com and get your tickets. We definitely need you in the building. We need you to be there. There's going to be multiple workshops, so many powerful and beautiful and positive people under one roof. And the roof I'm talking about is the canopy of stars, okay, because we're going to be, what I understand is going to be outdoor camping, things of that nature. So we're going to be out there on 200 acres of land in Moreland, Georgia. You don't want to miss (laughs) this one. Nice. Yes, Brother Red. Yeah, give me one minute. No problem. We're going to go to our next caller. We're going to leave your line open, though, sis, so you can come on board with us if you don't mind. Okay. All right. The, uh, we have a caller from the 832-887. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, family. This is Nefer Peacock Nubia calling with Baby Wisdom Bella. <laughs> See a blanket in the background because I'm rocking her to sleep at the moment. How is everyone? Hey, Goodbye. Goodbye. I rarely, actually, hardly ever call into the show. I just, you know, usually listen and absorb information and take notes. But the show tonight was so beautiful, so necessary, so needed, so direct, so truthful. And I was just speaking to Red Toe, matter of fact, yesterday about the importance of just get, tackling the issues, you know, at hand. And you spoke on that. So you spoke on that earlier. You was like, you know, you can you can um, know how to do all the tricks, but it's about the healing. And, you know, the, the, the more healed the woman is, the more powerful the, the man will be. And the more healed the man is, the more powerful the woman will be. And then as a unit. Because, you know, it all starts with family, and then it goes into community and nation building. So I just wanted to do a goddess salute to you and, the, and this other sister on the line and just say that, um, you know, it, it's greatly appreciated, um, everything that you, you shared on the line. And I definitely want to help promote and the show, that, that I mean, the lecture that you're doing in New York, I believe, on the 27th. Correct. Yes. Yes, the 27th in Brooklyn, as well as your YouTube channel, because I was um, Googling you as you were speaking, and I found your YouTube channel. I want to also encourage you to upload more YouTube videos and spread knowledge that way. So um, just got a salute. Nice. Indeed, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I hope to get to see you live in person uh, at (laughs) one of these events. Definitely. Um, What's your name again, 
Nefer Peacock Nubia. Okay, Nefer Peacock Nubia. looking for you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, this is fine. Uh, that's this is Brother Redfield. Hello? Yes. Yes, we hear you, brother. Yes. This happens to be my queen right here. You know, the uh, <laughs> my wife and mother of my beautiful seven-month uh, daughter, Wisdom Bella, the, the, the light of my life. So, you know, um, I've been telling, you know, the sister about you, uh, Sister A. Genesis, and what it is that you do. And, um, you know, I definitely look forward to you, Sister's meeting and doing some well-needed work in the community. Because I definitely mm-hmm. want to try to take it together. Indeed, I would love that. Um, not not to mention that Wisdom Bella shares my birthday, my born day. So, oh, beautiful! Yes. That's a beautiful thing. So I'll be picking your brain to learn more about her. Indeed. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I've got all the information Virgo. on the little Virgo. <laughs> oh yeah, she's extremely observant in silks and everything. She passed out at the end of the show. <laughs> But um, yeah, definitely. I, I will reach out to you and and see what we can do to because it's definitely needed. You know, more sisters like yourself need to come forth and keep it real and you know share the love and the light, but also you know tackle the issues at hand. So, supreme yeah. gratitude mm-hmm. for that. I'm here, you know what I mean? I've been here, but I'm here. I'm willing, I'm ready, you know what I mean? I just need the support of my people, you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, I'm a chameleon. I speak in all terms and in all areas, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? I can build I with the moms and I can build with the corporate. So, you know, I, that's why I'm, I'm building a team, you know what I mean, so that we can really infiltrate and, and just get the basic information, just get the basic information so we can start in our homes, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. in our families and in the communities and then keep moving. It's just I'm I'm I've grown restless, you know what I mean, with all of the information and no movement. And so who better mm-hmm. to take the charge than the individual? Exactly. You know what I mean? So um Yeah. And so I support you in that and uh, like I said, you know, the more of us sisters that come forth and support each other the better it'll be. So I'm with you. I'm with you, both of you ladies, so Indeed. Thanks, sis. We look forward to meeting you. Definitely. Hopefully I'll be there on the 27th, if not soon, very soon. And so you shall be. Good night, people. Peace and love. Peace. I would like to um, just interject, too, for the sisters that are on the call, um, we will be offering the various services um, at a Genesis event, The Power Her Within. Um, one of the things that I will be offering is um, Steam On It, uh, the art form of vaginal steaming. Um, it's also, um, I'm noticing a lot of sisters in this area are familiar with it, but it is an ancient art form. And as you know, Kemet offered a lot to civilization, but vaginal steaming and smudging is all over Africa. It's in Asia. It's in South America. It's not just in Kemet, but when I did my research, um, it went back to it pre back 
predated back to ancient times in Kemet and also in other areas, but mainly Kemet is my, my focal point. So basically it was an art form that was created for young girls moving into puberty. Uh, the abuts or the high priestess would gather herbs and teach them how to cleanse and, and balance their um, yoni area after their cycles. It was also used, these um, steamings were used in regards to women who had just had children or had a child to um, gather herbs for her and to have her steam on these herbs so that it could help her organs move back into place and they would heal a lot quicker. So, um, and it's moving forward in the 21st century, yoni steaming, vaginal steaming is being reintroduced and also restored to the African community. And it's it's really needed with all of the imbalances and uh, menopause and PMS and constipation and stress and, um, you know, just the crystallizations and tumors and, and them wanting to remove that particular organ. So... Um, Vaginal steaming is is really something that um, women should look at as an alternative, and even for the brothers, is good because it helps to tighten the yoni and as, as well as um, cleanse it. So it's good for the woman and it's good for the man in that regard. And um, um, on the twenty seventh um, at a Genesis event. Um, we will provide that service or that experience for those sisters who are interested. You as said well, it's um, you said it's steaming and smudging. Well, yes, we do. I think we're beginning of every yes. Sage and Yoni, how does We the whole body. Yes, we smudge okay. the whole body. Um, I know in Senegal they use a, they they use flower essences and oils and they have this really great smelling um, concoction that they use and the women just squat over it and it and it, and it permeates throughout their skin and their clothing and it it, it lasts for days. Don't ask me what they put in it, but this is also an ancient art form smudging. Um, so, yes, we're going to offer that because, of course, we smudge when we come into uh, most. So the, uh, the woman takes on that actual essence, like she will embody that, that whole scent and that um that essence? Yes, I've experienced that in, in West Africa when I went there. That's when I was first introduced to smudging, which is dissimilar or can be dissimilar to the vaginal steam, depending on what herbs you use because, you know, um, each herb or flower essence has a, a certain property, so it's it it can it does certain things. You know, depending on what your goal is, your goal is to smell great, or if your goal is to cleanse and detox and tighten and break down crystallizations, there's a herb. The creator is 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 so vast. He made he gave us everything. Everything we need is need. Is in every element, whether it's air, fire, yeah. water, earth, ether. So, you know, these the properties from various herbs and flower essences can be very amazing and have an amazing effect on the body. 
which is a part of Pantra as well. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Definitely got to get the word out. I know that, um, mm-hmm. you know, Nicholas has a wonderful crowd, so I'm sure that they're going to do their part. Yeah. Get the word out and, um, you know, networks such as this and others yeah. definitely have to uh, let the family know what you're bringing. Yes, I'm. I'm. Re- I'm certainly excited. I'm excited to to be a part, and I'm. I'm excited to work with the Genesis. Um, I've I've watched her over the years, and you know, she just she's just so well spoken, and she knows her stuff. And so I'm I'm an admirer as well as, you know, she admires me for the work that I do, but I'm an admirer of her work as well. And I I know that, and I feel that we will exchange have a great exchange, and continue to learn from each other. Indeed, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I want to say, yes. at New York, the response from New York area for this event has been tremendous. It's from the men and the women. Veronica, yes. um, <laughs> welcome to Veronic Corp on Facebook, The Pills, Unique um, at Nicholas, um, the mm-hmm. sister from the last tide, like everyone, once I, I gave the word and, and told them and shared the concept, you guys, the response is, and the support has been amazing. So I nice. so look forward. I so look forward to, to the New York event, April 27th. Well, I already I did a read on it. It's going to be very successful. <laughs> and let me tell you, ladies and, and gentlemen, every workshop that I'm doing is set on the day of the new moon. So the one we just did was the New Moon in Aries. The Brooklyn event is New Moon um, in Taurus. Everyone is on the New Moon because, again, we're mm-hmm. talking about power, refinement, and create. So once we go through this workshop, and we're going to purge and we're going to cry and we're going to heal, and at the end of it we're going to do a New Moon ceremony so that now that you have cleaned the canvas, we're going to call forth and invoke down what it is we want. So when you walk out right. of the workshop, make the commitment. Go ahead and make the commitment now that you will be renewed. When you go home, you will be a new person, and you will be carrying a new vibration with you <laughs> because that, that is the mission. You know what I mean? And, and for me, I am healed as I heal. You know what I mean? Us wounded warriors, right. we're always growing and expanding. None of us are perfect. You know what I mean? We like to think like Beyonce, we wake up flawless, but every day we, I have to strive, you know what I mean, to, to, to continue for myself to tap back in. So, you know, as we go through the process to usher in and to call forth and invoke, you know, the spirit into healing and to the women and the men that we're touching and the families, I'm healed also. So so it is an even exchange, you know what I mean? And and I am up there, and I am transparent, and I'm as vulnerable as the women who are sharing their stories, you know. So um, I don't want anyone to, to walk away from any of these events and feel like you just came and listened to me speak. That is not it. I am just there yeah, to remind the you. Yeah, this is, this, this is, this is a movement of we Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry, ladies. Yeah. Hold on one minute. Family, 347 that's three four seven six three seven two one three five. We have a few seconds left in the live stream. I want to thank everybody that joined us tonight who won't be continuing on the phone call. Um, tune in Friday, nine PM, KTL Radio, another dynamic show. Uh please hit up Sister A Genesis on her website, 
support her. You know what I mean? Spread the word. Let the word put her name out there. That's We're going to get to the rest of the callers. When the 12 o'clock hour hits, we have a lot of hands that are still up. So don't worry about that. We're going to take care of callers. Do you um, um, do you have any particular instructions for this upcoming full moon? I know that we have a very powerful full moon um, dealing with a bloody moon at that. And I remember the rituals that I did December 21st, 2010, the last <clears throat> full moon eclipse, bloody red moon. And um, it was dealing with a lot of resolving of unresolved issues that I had with, with past relationships, women, women in my life that, you know, I may have done some wrong to at some point. And I had to resolve those things. I made a whole bunch of phone calls and inquired with certain women in my life about certain things that they feel that I can do better mm-hmm. or what have you. And I had to apologize to them. It was like a whole cleansing ritual that I went through. And that was nice. a window to December 21st, 2012. And I know in my life how that day played out in my relationship. You know, I, I could see the similarities, how it was almost like a wormhole. If I didn't do that then, it wouldn't have prepared me for what I experienced in 2012. So here we go now. And we're coming around mm-hmm. on the 15th to this bloody full moon. And it's a four, you know, it's, it's, it's an eclipse that's going to happen concurrently, you know, four times in six-month intervals. So do you have mm-hmm. anything that you might want to recommend for men and women to prepare in, in regards to ritual around this particular time? You know, because it's also going to be the one-year anniversary of this uh, Boston bombing bloody day. So uh, I would imagine there are going to be a lot of ritualistic elements at play. You know what I'm saying? Why not empower the people with something they can actually tap into themselves and, 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 and pull in? Indeed. Whenever we're dealing with a full moon or a new moon, okay, on the new moon is when we call forth what it is we want into our life. It's a time of manifesting and creating. On the full moon, it is a time of shedding and letting go of what no longer serves us, okay? Uh-huh. So we write down all of the things that no longer serve us, whether it is procrastination or, you know, habitual behaviors that we have or relationships or thought patterns. A, a simple ritual is to write those things down that do not serve you and replace and harmonize them with, never leave a void, harmonize them with, what you want to invoke and call forth into your life, okay? On the paper that you wrote, the things down that do not serve you anymore, write them down and then burn them, okay? Burn them. And allow the ashes to go back to the earth, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is so that um, you have broke the cord, you have broke the tie. And, and also those things that truly have a holding onto you, do a meditation, a visualization of cutting the cord. You know, visualize a string from, from your solar plexus, uh, your belly button to the person or to that thing and literally cut the cord so that it no longer binds you so that you can let it go. And even if it is you, if it is your ego self, 
see yourself across from you and cut the cord from the part of you that does not serve you, okay? Whenever we're dealing with an eclipse, we are eclipsing something, okay? So we are, we are, we are overpowering the dark side of us with the positive side. So it's a time of removal, release, and for letting go. It's also a time to cleanse your homes, do a full cleaning, head to toe of your homes, of your closets, of all those dark places you need to shed light on. Even if someone doesn't know about the junk drawer or the closet or whatever it is, whatever it is that is a symbol or a replication in your life of a place that is dark um, or that is hidden, it's time to shed light on it, to bring it to the forefront and to let it go. Mm. Powerful. Mm-hmm. I really very. appreciate the way that you explain things. It's very concise. Got to be mm-hmm. a Virgo. I'm a double Virgo. I'm a double Virgo. I'm rising Virgo, sun Virgo, Gemini moon. I am completely oh, wow. ruled by Mercury. I'm completely I ruled by Mercury. Very <laughs> analytical. Yeah. Wow. What else would I yeah, be we- but a speaker? I'm a look. I'm a Gemini. I mean, um, I don't know which my which one is my moon or my sun or whatever, but I have Gemini, Virgo, and Aries. Ah, okay. So that Aries is at nighttime when you go out and let it all out. But I have a Virgo very strong, and I was born in the sign of Gemini. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Very, very. <laughs> and this is the first total lunar eclipse in two and a half years. You know what I mean? Um, and, we, and, and again, we're still talking about Tantra. You know, during these times um, that we have these eclipses and we have these new and full moons, that's your time for your sex magic, y'all. That's the time to have all day been holding those intentions and then, you know, at the spark of, of, of those new moons and full moons and eclipses, you should be going into union, you know what I mean? And you could also do a visualization and, and a meditation to let things go, you know. As you climax and you have that orgasm, you need to have a complete release of what you don't want. Mm. Okay, so there's no, no ejaculation on that one? That <laughs> one let go. Let that you one know go. what? It's, yeah, let that one it's going to be symbolic. You know, it, it will be technical, be symbolic, and let it go. That's it. That's what I would do. <laughs> hey, that goes to the ritualistic side of myself. If you, if you do so, then I would capture that sperm, okay, and plant it into the ground. I'm serious, plant it into the earth. You know what I mean? And give Wait, that. you said who's going to catch it? Yeah, if you do let it go, <laughs> let the earth catch it. Now, maybe not the physical earth, but the planet earth. Oh, the earth. Okay. Earth. I thought you were saying the physical is going to catch it and transport it to the earth. I think, oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> the other earth. <laughs> okay. I hear you, though. Now, I'm going to scope you out. I got a plan in it. Well, you got to go uh, to Puerto Rico. That's the new moon in Scorpio. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's the PR flex? Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. That's that PR flex. That's when we're going to get into the Kama Sutra. Okay. Mm. Okay. Might have to start looking at tickets. 
They only three thirty four right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I've, I've, I've always wanted to um go to Puerto Rico. You know, it's, it's on my bucket list, so might as well. You know, I think do it is Fury. I said your to do list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got more callers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Now, we have more callers. Let's go to, I believe we have our brother from the 680. No. Let's go to the 4, let's go to the 803. 803-497. Peace. Yes, peace, brothers and sisters. I've been listening to the show this evening. And it's just phenomenal. I mean, absolutely, the timing, the everything that was shared is just phenomenal. Um, my husband yeah. and I are um, life partners, been together since 1980, married wow. since uh, 83. So we're probably the wow. older elders that have been listening, but we listen all the time. And um, I'm very taken um, by all the discussion, I mean, but I do have a uh, a question. Well, just I just think I'm just so thankful that since uh, 1980 we have been together and just together. No other influence, no other swapping, <laughs> no other vibrations of other people. Uh, thank goodness, and uh, we feel very cleansed to not have ever joined in with other situations. You know, and and that virtue in this day and age. And um, but one of the questions I do have, I have actually, but one of the questions is with our young children, our young people, because now we have grandchildren. And a lot of the young children, these teenagers, they are doing oral sex. They feel as though oral sex is, they can't get pregnant. Um, uh, they, their hair doesn't get messy. <laughs> they don't have to take off the clothes. And, and, um, they're using that as the main form of sex until they do have penetration. And what do you, how do you feel about that? And are you doing any um, teaching to the younger group of what is right, what is wrong? Or um, Because it's great to hear all that you said as far as older, you know, just say over 20. But our younger ones, they're just having sex so uh, just just for no reason. I mean, they just have sex because, uh, you know, you could buy me a hamburger and I have sex with you. You know, it, it's just it's just off the wall reasons of their immaturity. So that's a question. And then also, I have a question about the homosexual side. I did hear the um, broadcast with Dr. Curtis Duncan, who talked about the influences of uh, the food and chemtrails and all the environmental things that are making people uh, same sexualized and and how do you feel about that situation hello Thank to the children um, and the young ones I am trying to get into the colleges uh, with these series of workshops because they've taken sex education out of the school 
um, and some things and some topics that we go into, um, I think that the, the children have to be 18 before I can speak to them about certain things. So I would like to do a circle within the colleges um, to talk to the young people about the selectiveness of who we're choosing and why they should be selected and, you know, what the different forms of sex are. You know, we talk about sexual intercourse, but we don't always necessarily talk about oral sex um, and even just kissing. Uh, other people. As far as the children, again, I have 10-year-old boys, and I take my boys to most of my workshops with me um, because I want their introduction to sex to have been through me. I wanted to have educated them and for them to not have a grotesque idea about what sex is or to allow the pornography, you know, industry to, to teach them what their role is so that even from a young age when they start out, they, they have some level of consciousness. I know they're going to go through their experiences, but as to why they should be choosing um, who they're partnering with, and again, that goes back to lineage and, and how we had arranged marriages, and you knew when your child was born who they were slotted to marry. You know, I, 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 I kind of think that way with my own children um, for those reasons, but I do agree. But also, again, it goes back to parenting. And so if I can spark the thought and the education in the parent, because, again, in the beginning I mentioned that we have evolved children being born to unconscious parents, that we can tap into the consciousness of the parent so that they can go back. And, and, you know, a lot of the reason why the parents are not talking to the children is because they have their own trauma. They have their own fears. They have their own experiences. I worked with a sister a month ago. And we did a meditation, and I had to do a healing with her where her stepfather had molested her, okay? And she had never talked about it. She had never mentioned it, never got to acknowledge it. And so when she had her daughter, she raised her daughter with the fear that something would happen to her all the time. So I had to go in and do a healing with this sister on her womb to revert her back before she lost her innocence. Okay, because DNA that she passed through to her daughter was that of fear. So the daughter unknowingly is going to attract that to her because it's in her DNA. Okay, so take the mother back to the point before she lost her innocence. Okay, and then do a meditation and a visualization to cover that daughter because we have the ability to change our DNA, okay, to reform it. Take the Mm -hmm. daughter back the point of innocence so that we take out that programming, that root programming, that she does not attract that to her. So we've got, this is why we have to do healing on a massive level to remove that trauma and to remove the issues that are rooted into the people so that they can then feel, you know, without the guilt and without the shame, then go to their children and say, look, I understand that this is a natural process. All of us trying to keep these children from having sex is not going to work. It's natural. Their bodies have the intelligence that is going to tell them it's time to start experimenting, okay? So you have to have an open mind to go and have the, the education and intellect to go to your children and talk to them about what is going on. That is the parent's responsibility. And when the parents don't do it, then we have to kick in as a collective and pick up the slack. I have no problem in doing that. But if I can get to the parents, the sparks, the consciousness in them, then it will go directly to their children because then you will be a living example for your children. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Now, also on the homosexual uh, portion um, with the same sex having sex, 
And then I do have an ex- another question about women who have lost their womb due to illness or disease or surgery mm-hmm. uh, because they kind of carry a um, feeling of inadequacy to a certain degree. However, um, they usually can still have um, uh, orgasm, but because they're not being able to have children at, at any age, you know, young or, or uh, middle-aged up until, um, you know, just the fact that their wounds was taken uh, prematurely. So that's my third question. Chase, do you want to tap into that womb wellness? I'm sorry? Do you want to address that one? I didn't hear the question fully. She's asking about sisters who have lost their womb um, and filling a void in the sense that they have lost them. Well, the, the womb, the physical womb, usually when they remove it, the organ still has a place there. It may be voided physically without, you know, because it's been removed, but for the most part, um, just like you have a missing limb, um, sometimes people say it feels like the limb is still there. Uh, some, women, some women, in fact, experience this um, in terms of the void. If you focus on that area, there may be, after the hysterectomy, there may be some imbalances, but you can correct those imbalances with um, meditation, um, and like a Genesis had mentioned earlier about going through uh, different exercises or, or meditations or visualizations with uh, the sister to help her to adjust in her womb, in her mental as well as her, her root chakra, um, helping her to balance those um, issues out. Um, what I like to do is I, I do a series of EFT work um, on women, and EFT seems to help a lot with painful situations, traumatic situations, and, and EFT basically is emotional freedom technique because there is an a imbalance in the organ or the missing uh, organ. Um, it creates a... Um, an emotional or hormonal imbalance, as we all know. But for the most part, um, if you are feeding yourself the right messages and if you're doing the right um, um, healing in terms of, like, your meditation work, your affirmation work, you can actually help to balance out whatever is going on in the root chakra. Because so above, so below, if you're having issues in the prostate or if you're having issues in the womb area, then there's something going on in your crown chakra or your brain area, your mind. So you can reprogram yourself to um, actually, you know, balance out those energies in the body and so that you can receive peace, you can receive love, you can fill that void um, with those um, attributes. 
what I would always say is, also say is that there's certain, you know, I talked about earlier certain foods that the men ate and certain foods that the women ate. Nature mm-hmm. has provided us with everything we need. So there are certain foods that, you know, are seemingly replicas of our feminine organ system. So right. wound foods, she can, you know, consume more wound foods or more red foods um, to nurture that area of her body or certain herbs that she can take to replace those hormones um, the estrogen hormones and, and the natural hormones um, that have been depleted in her in her womb and her womb. Um, because we have to be very careful when women do have these hysterectomies that they do not become masculine or that they do not become aggressive um, and depressed in nature, you know, because we attribute our, our feeling of being a woman to having a womb. And a lot of women, and I'll say this, in my family, this is mother, sister, grandmother, aunt. I am the only woman in my family who still has her womb. Okay. Wow. But I, yes. And mm. I, but I chose um, instinctively from a little girl not to not to take on certain things. I never drank milk, cow's milk. I never ate eggs. Those are two big things that contribute to cis and fibroids. From a little girl, I never, I never took on either one of those things. Um, I had my children naturally, no drugs. My grandmother was four feet tall. She had 16 children and two sets of twins back to back. <laughs> so I said, and my, my grandmother was full-blooded Cherokee Indian, and I said that if she could birth her children naturally, then I could too. Okay, so I, I just always had a different psyche when it came to my body. So I think that um, I changed, you know, my, my genetic blueprint to not attract the illnesses that the women in my family have attracted. Um, so she does not have to have any feeling of lack or any experiences that are negative from her no longer having her womb. We just, she just needs to continue to nourish herself. Uh, and feel fully embodied as a woman. And I, I'm more than willing if you want to get with me after the call and get contact information. And we can work to get a list of food um, and herbal supplements and just some visualization to send love and light to her womb that she can that she can do. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That's, that's very informative. Very informative. And uh, now, with the homosexual, now I'm not homosexual, and I don't know anybody that I don't personally know anyone that's homosexual in my circle. But um, you know, I have some relatives that are that aren't in my immediate circle. And and what do you say as far as? Um, of course, I guess they have um, orgasms and all the above, but it, it's so unnatural. It's so. In my opinion, I you know, I, you know, opposites attract, same do not attract. Just to make it blunt, blunt, such as that, you know, because there's no recreation. You know, they can have fun, they can um, have sexual intercourse, but procreation is something that they're not going to have if they have the same organs. How do you feel about that? Well, you pretty much answered. You answered it. Okay. I, yeah, okay. Do, I, okay. I try not to delve too much because it's, it's, it's a political thing now. It, it's almost even out of the, the concepts of just, um, you know, what our beliefs are. Um, 
the being that I teach Tantra, and I've been asked, why don't I dress the homosexual community, or why don't I do workshops for just same sex, or I've been asked a couple of different things in that regard. And the one thing that I can say, and, and, and take my background into account that I teach Tantra on one end, and I'm a doula on the other end, so in both realms I am dealing with life force energy. Correct. Okay? The bioelectric current that occurs from the yin and yang energy coming together to spark life and create can only be sparked by male and female. That is not my law. That is not man law. That is spiritual law. That's, that's, That's the universal law that those two energies come together and procreate. Now, that does not mean that we're more than one gathered um, holding the same intention cannot create because if the masses of people hold in meditation, they can still create. They can still do many things together and great works. Um, and, and two people of the same sex can still come to climax and orgasm because you, you, know, you, ju- you just can do that. But in the realm of creation, in the world of Tantra at its essence, um, I am pro-life. And I, I, and I am here to bring forth life um, as, as a midwife and, and as a doula. And I believe in family building and nation building. So that is the aspect and the platform that I, that I come from. Right. Absolutely. And that was very well said. Mm-hmm. You know, very well said. And I, I totally you. agree I'm with safe. you. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. But, you know, I, I listened to the... Um, KTL presentation that Dr. Uh, Curtis Duncan gave, and that was just spectacular because I see it, you know, my husband and I, we see it around us, and we see the environmental and the foods and the soy and just just so much that's creating havoc. And if it continues on the, I I would hope that it doesn't continue on the path that it is because we're just going to not be able to uh, recreate and it's well, we will, phenomenal we will always, in some of the bigger cities. I think if we give energy to it, then we magnetize the issue or the concern. We will always be here to procreate. Um, the, I do think that there is an underlining program that is being ran, you know, to yeah. to um, to to infiltrate our families and to infiltrate what is going on, um, because the things that I see today are very different from when I grew up. Um, and the foods do play uh, some role. You know, we've got a lot of people eating soy and estrogen, and even for the women, it, it will throw off your cycle if you're taking in too much estrogen because it's not your natural estrogen. Um, but we also have a lot of families that are broken. We have fathers that are not there. We have mothers that are not there. We have boys that are growing up at home that can't speak because their mothers are shutting their voices down. Um, we have men who are just not present in children's lives, and it does not give anyone the excuse. But we have a lot of unbalancedness in the world today, uh, and media and TV is condoning it and making it natural. You know, that is one of the reasons why I'm in New York and I'm in Puerto Rico a lot and not necessarily always Atlanta because here it is the norm. It is okay, and the children see it in the grocery store and in the park, and, and for me... Um, I am always encouraging my boys to be men. 
and to be fathers and to be husbands and to take care of their families and what their role is. And so um, they need, again, an environment that supports that and that they're able to flourish in that. You know what I mean? And so I have to to, um, censor what they watch and what they listen to. Because if you listen to this music of some of these so-called rappers, they're not necessarily always talking about women. So we have to really be cautious um, and what we are subjecting ourselves to, again, it's not just the food that we're taking in, but it's what we're taking into our eyes, into our ears, and we right. have to put on right. our spiritual armor and, and protect ourselves, you know. I'm not saying that, you know, um, to defend yourselves and protect yourselves from other people, but do know that there is an agenda that is being ran, okay. Let, let's not be ignorant to that fact because it is in massive droves now. Um, Correct. And so we, we just have to be, we have to pay attention. But again, you know, Brother Bobby Hemet said, and something that I listened to him say, that culturally this is something that we did not have to address previously um, because we were doing our rites of passage and we were paying attention to our families and we were ensuring that the women knew how to be women and the men knew how to be men. And so we are, we are all accountable, you know, because we have gotten away from, the basics, not that we have to pass down tradition, tradition, that, that things that don't apply to us today, but the basic core of raising our men and raising our children, there is a complete disconnect, and we're leaving them out there um, on their own, and we're leaving them out there to get love and affection and emotion wherever they can. Yes, you are correct. It, but, you know, shows like this, uh, KTL, they bring it, they bring it straight forward, and I appreciate them being here. I mean, we, I, I actually set my cell phone to ring to make sure I don't miss a show. <laughs> my husband and I were truck drivers, so we enjoy um, uh, being able to tune in, and we are together. Uh, you know, of course, we're together all the time. And um, that's one of the things that has held our marriage together. And we don't have a lot of infiltration from outside entities. Uh, and and we know over the years, you know, to say no to people who come with uh, baggage, so to speak. Now, we, we are open to help people. And a lot of people ask marriage questions because we have been married a long time. But it takes work. And that's the first thing we tell them, that it takes commitment and it takes work. And every two days are not the same, and you have to give and you have to take. And when you were talking about relationships um, between the men and the women, that, that was so right on. I mean, that was exactly, you know, uh, we, we yield to one another. You know, we don't yield because – I don't yield to him because he's a man. He doesn't yield to me because – we yield to each other based on our vibrations, based mm-hmm. on, okay, we, we talk things out. We're each other's best friends. And uh, it takes a lot of work, but you have to stay committed. It can be done. But it, there's not too many in our circle anymore, but that's okay because we have each other. And, and, commi- and such a show, go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was just kudoing what you were saying. The commitment, you know, isn't necessarily to the other person. The commitment is to yourself. It is to Correct. the integrity of yourself that this is the, the, you know, the contract or the agreement, whether it be silent or not, that I'm entering in, um, and I'm going to stay committed to it. You know, I'm not committed monogamously to my partner or them, 
I'm committed for myself, for the integrity of myself, and for the goal and the missions of myself. And so when you treat it that way, when you honor the divinity within you, it is not work, it is not hard, it's not something that you have to sacrifice or um, feel that you're losing out or lacking something for. Make this commitment to yourself. Correct. Yes, we consider ourselves life partners. You know, we're married as marriage with a piece of paper, but we, we're committed as life partners, and uh, uh, and that's just the way it's going to be. He's a Virgo, I'm a Pisces, and we just we just, uh, we just stay you're together. We just work it out. Yeah, you're each other's complete reflection. Right, right. And what is your website? What is your website again, please? My sun sign? Your website. Websites that oh, we can connect w- with. www.divinedeliverance.net. That's divine deliverance all together. Net. A Genesis Summit A G E N I S Z. Last name S A M A G H I. You know, there's going to be a lot of bumps and bruises and there's going to be a lot of things that happen in relationships. But the only way for us to really build these legacies in our families is us to have some longevity. And and it's not easy. And the young people, you know, don't necessarily have the tools. I'm, I'm in my late 30s and I still consider myself young. And, you know, I watched my family, my, my parents grow up and they listened to Al Green and they danced and they partied and they slept together. You know, but even they did not have the tools to successfully stick it out for the longevity um, because there was healing that needed to be done. You know, my my mother is a Scorpio and my father was a Leo, and I always tell them, you guys should have been a passionate love affair, but you should not have been a couple. That's just like tragedy waiting to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I well, survived. I'm going to talk to my I'm going to stop, maybe take you up on that. We're looking to do some branching out and some. Uh, it's been prophesied over us about. Uh, uh, it's been prophesied over us that our marriage was heaven on earth. And wow. uh, I, yeah, we. And that was about ten years ago. So we are, we are, we are feeling that out because you know prophecies come at different times, and it could be right. abstract. A little bit, so we're, we're working to um, see what that is all about, and if healing and, and, and helping and reaching out is what it means, that we would be glad to learn, and we would be glad to be um, educate ourselves and to help educate others. So I will be speaking with my husband, my first Erica, and I will be connecting with your website and, and sending you some email because uh, we would like to um, – one of the things you want to do is go to Dr. Sebe's, um Healing Resort that's on our bucket list, and mm-hmm. this, uh, <laughs> uh, Puerto Rico could also be on there because we are looking to expand. And, yeah, um, well, I'll tell you, the cheap way to do that and go to Honduras is to catch a flight to Cancun and take a bus to Belize and then backpack down to Honduras. <laughs> we, we will be connecting, believe me. My name is Erica, and we will be connecting because I've been, I'm always impressed by <laughs> the pillars, though. Any, all their shows are just, uh, you know, serious nuggets of, of, of 
healing and just fulfillment. It's just it's just amazing, and we share it. We, we tell a lot of people about it. But I don't want to hold off any longer because there might be some other questions in the queue. But um, um, Blue and Red, you all do a phenomenal job, and I, I, we're just going to stay connected. Oh. We're, we're in the feeder matrix. So um, billionaire was also prophesied over us years ago, so we're looking to right. increase on that. Yeah, we had two <laughs> major prophecies in our life. And our, and our, since we've been together, billionaire oh. and um, healing and, and the, the marriage on yes. earth, the heaven well, on I earth and our marriage. We are, we are glad to be on the journey with you. And as you are able to extract information that is healing in your journey from us, we ask that, um, you know, you do take that step forward at some point and share the information that um, brings wealth to your relationship because, you know, if nothing else, that's what the world is missing. And that's where your billions are, you know, in the wealth of your relationship. Absolutely, absolutely. You are absolutely true. Absolutely right on on that because a lot of people think billions means money, but if it's the blessing to take a billion breaths, I'll take that. (laughs) You know, it's not about just about the money itself. So, but um, but we are building on all aspects and peace and blessings to you. And um, can I still kind of hang in the queue here and listen to other questions, or when I yes, hang up from you all? Yes, of course. Okay. Great. No, you Thank you don't have to um, disengage your call. Okay. You could just put your phone on mute if anything, and I'm I'm sure that you know Brother Red will go to the next caller. You're okay, good. great. Thank you. Thank you once again. Be blessed. Be as well, peace. Yes, Brother Red? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. I believe we may have one more caller left for the night. Uh, okay. I do believe, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if Sister Nubia wanted to add on something for the uh, show was over. Are you on the line, sis? Keith, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Yes. Oh, okay, dope. I didn't even know that I was still in the queue. But, yes, earlier I wanted to um, say something further. I was just rocking my daughter to sleep, so I didn't want to say much. But I wanted to just um, say that I definitely back you, sis, on what you were saying as far as, like, manifesting through um you know, tantric sex and, and like you were saying, you know, not necessarily holding a dollar amount in your brain, but holding a vision of exactly what you want. Because I was even talking about one of my videos on YouTube about how, you know, Red Pill and I would have a, our vision board right in front of us as, you know, we were intimate and we would actually bring about and be manifesting those things. You know, even down to, you know, the way Wisdom Bella is, the way she looks, the way she's, her actions and everything. So it definitely, definitely works. And also as well as experiencing what you were saying, such as, you know, having um, an orgasm just through breathing, just through um, being close with someone, you know. Um, I second that because I know that there are some callers and people that I've also spoken to who are just, highly skeptical on that, but I just wanted to back you on that. My question is, is that after 
you're intimate. After, you know, you, you climax your orgasm, you give birth to what it is that you were aiming to manifest. Is there anything that you feel is ideal, to do, the best thing to do afterwards? I mean, is it best to meditate? Is it best to eat on something, have some tea, you know, um, talk, sleep? What, what do you think is best to seal that um, manifestation or? Mm. That's a great um, question. We have foreplay and there's also postplay. And in the post-play, that's the time to ground yourself back into the reality, right? So if it's possible to stay connected and stay marinating, so to speak, um, Mm -hmm. just put yourself into a position to relax but stay connected. You know, hold the vibration until it drops back down and your heartbeat paces itself out, and that's your grounding period. Okay, so what I would do during that period is share with one another the emotions and the feelings as if whatever it is that you called forth has already arrived. So I would say to my partner, oh, my God, does it not feel good to be in this five-bedroom house and the children are in their room sleeping and, you know, I got to work in my office today? Like, feel it out, visualize it out, and speak it out, whatever it is that you just called forth. You know, or, um, you know, if, if you want to be a doctor, you know, when you're done, address your mate as Dr., you know, Dr. Moreland. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah. serious, we, <laughs> we, we have sense. to speak it, it. You know what I mean? And, and, and address him in that way and tell him, you know, it's amazing, you know, the treatment that you did today with your patients or with your clients. Like, bring the emotion fully forward and engage in it. Um and visualize and see yourself with all of your clients, you know, standing in front of you, you know, or, or see your daughter um, fully engaged in her goddess work and her sharing sure. with other girls. You know what I mean? Full-fledged so, role-playing. It's full-fledged role-playing, you know what I mean? Nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. but it's in the program. Like, okay. You know, hey, step into it. Step into your shine. Step into, into your Latina, that makes perfect sense because I always talk about the things that I've manifested. I would tell people, like, I would just say, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to live here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, you know, and speak of it. And then sometimes I would just speak of things as they already are, you know what I mean, with him. So, I mean, when, what better time to do it than right when your vibration is at its highest, you know. That makes exactly. perfect sense. Exactly. Exactly. Marinating well, it. You. Yeah. I can't wait to try that out. <laughs> yes, I want to hear what you guys manifested. And, you know, I this is, this is not for me. This is not, you know, me pulling something out of a book or something that I watched. I'm right. telling y'all true and living. I am <laughs> living it. I am living my manifestations, okay? My floor has always been someone else's ceiling. I have always had a blessed life because I've never doubted that that the spirit, even before I knew that it was the universe and the boomerang action or the law of attraction, I I, I always knew that what I called forth would be. I did not mm-hmm. doubt it. I manifested mm-hmm. my children. I had a meditation two years before they were born, and I saw two twin children sitting across the water from me, and they told me, when you're ready, I will arrive. I have twin boys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My household mm-hmm. makes $100,000. We bring in $100,000 collectively. Like, I'm not telling y'all nothing that is just, 
you know, hog posh. <laughs> I'm living it. I am living it. And even in me living it, I still have to strive every day to stay centered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's because mm-hmm. I have people like you guys that I can connect with and I can talk with that we keep the momentum and we keep manifestations coming. But you have to know, not believe, you have to know that you are more than deserving and you are more than worthy and you have to be with a partner who, again, is your number one supporter and your number one ally and they want to see you win just as bad as they want to win and you can manifest mm-hmm. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I had a car that was working. The trans- I had blown the, uh, the block, the head on it, right? But I needed to get my children to school that next morning. So me and my mate went into a tantric session. And I said, you know, I, have, I held the rose quartz crystal in between us as we went into union. And I said, you know, after this, that car is going to start. That car is going to start. We are driving in the car, dropping the children off. They're waving <laughs> by to me as they go into the school. Do you know the next morning I went outside, I popped the hood, I put that crystal on the engine, and that car started. Beautiful. That's right. Nice. It, it can happen. It can happen. You just have to, again, hold the intention long enough. You know what I mean? And Wisdom Bella is a manifestation of what you created. This is this is not out of your reach, people. It's not out of your grasp. You know what I mean? You just have to change your thought pattern, change your thought pattern, and know that that energy is there and available to you every time you partner up. And just be honest and authentic and fluid in it. And then wait for you the next um, You made me think of something else. Is there any, because this is something that would be interesting. Is there any time where you would actually, because this makes sense to do as well, where you would actually, like, have certain tools, um, I would say maybe divination tools such as crystals or whatever other tools that you may use when you're actually in your tantric sessions? Yes, there's smells, colors, crystals, and sounds. Okay, so, you know, just like on your altar, how you have your cards and you have your pictures and you have um, mm-hmm. your, your affirmations and whatever it is that you have that sets the stage, right? And you have built up an energetic field by your altar. So whenever you step into it, which your whole home should be your altar. That's why I said your home should have intent, okay? Every nook mm-hmm. and cranny of your home should hold the vibration and intent of where you are going and who you are striving to be. But when you go into the bedroom, and this is why your bedroom should have certain colors and smells um, in the room at all times because it is, a, it is it is a spark. You're creating a current. So the moment that you step into that room, it, the energy is already working for you, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you have erotic incense or passion incense or you prepared a meal that day that had cinnamon in it or that had um, coconut in it or something that sparks that aphrodisiac, you know, um, um, points within your body, um, then you're creating the space and you're creating the mood. If you're wanting to birth a daughter, you know, then put a blue light on, right? So, so again, we didn't even get into this. Um, power moves and knowing what days to make certain moves on. So if you're wanting to go into union and you're, you're striving to create a daughter, right, we're going to look at your astrological chart. We're going to look at his astrological chart. We're going to look at favorable days within your um, cycle for you to conceive, okay? And on those days, we're going to have made sure that you weren't eating certain foods to nurture that fertility, and you can put on a blue light um, that that, that the lighting, the color therapy will help uh, your body to receive the light of the conception, and you'll go into union. It's all a science. It's all a science. 
okay? Um, certain sounds, you don't necessarily want music that has words because you want your sounds and your affirmations and your thoughts to be the soundtrack, to be the chorus. So be very cautious in what you're listening to when you go into union, okay? Good. So your candles, the low light, it makes you feel more sensual. It makes you feel uh, more sexy. So you have to set the stage. A lot of women say that men just hurry into it, um, and women can be the same way. They haven't, you know, taken the time to coax their partner. You have to set the stage, and the stage is for the vulnerability to come, for the safety to come, uh, so that you can dive more into your, your fully engage your sexual experience. I know for me, I need my incense, I need my music, you know, I need, I need a window open, I need a candle lit, like I need the stage, the stage to be set for me to step into it. You know, I need to have showers. Sexy uh, cleanliness and hygiene is very sexy. You know what I mean? I never know where I might want to go. So I need for the canvas to be clean so that I can create. Right. You know? Hmm. Perfect sense. Yeah, and I was just wondering, like, if in per- like, if particularly, like, have you ever, like, held crystals during, you know, like, you know, your yes. tantric session being your intimate with your partner. Because to me that Absolutely. would make sense to do it. I've never thought to do that. So I was just wondering if you Absolutely. Could Get you a crystal book, a crystal Bible, um, that has all the crystals in it, right? So the, it's a sign. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is that you're wanting to work on, okay, whether it be you're attracting right. money, you're attracting a job, or right. you want to lose weight, or you want to work on a certain meridian point within your body, so you, you know, the planet has already formed those energies in certain crystals. Look up which crystal that you need to be working with. Get that crystal. Make you an elixir out of it. Put it in some water, okay? Um, but also when you go into union with your partner and also when you write your affirmations, put your affirmations on that crystal so it's resonating as a conduit. But when you go into union, whatever it is that you're working on, hold your crystals. Or what me and my mate do, we put certain crystals under our mattress and we put affirmations and we put money mm. under the mattress. It's always there. You know mm. what I mean? So that whatever it is we're working on and when it's time to switch that out and we're working on the next thing because we've completed that, then we switch it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so you you want to be a conduit. You want to be a conductor of that current. So as many things as you can possibly use to raise that energy and raise that vibration, you want it. So whether it's sound, whether it's smell, whether it's crystals, whether it's foods, whatever it is that can assist you to raise that energy, that's what you want to do. Right. Definitely. Gotcha. Even well, in birthing. gratitude for all that beautiful information. Gotcha. Say that again, sis. I didn't hear you. Oh, no, sis. I'm a little tired. Bella had me running today. But, no, I was saying supreme gratitude for that information. Gotcha. Yeah. It definitely makes sense because, you know, he knows we're always, like, you know, saging and incense and candles. and I mean, the night, <laughs> yeah, we have certain nights where, you know, we really go into exactly what you're talking about. So, but um, you gave me some extra ideas that I didn't think too. So thank you. Indeed. And taking baths together, that's your think tank. You know, that's why when we go to the ocean, things just come so much clearer to us. Mm-hmm. Um you can go to certain stores and you can get color therapy. So if you're, you know, again, if you're working with prosperity and, 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 and abundance, you can get, um, I think it's lucky number seven, and it's a spiritual bath. And you run the bath and you put this in there and it turns the water green. 
okay? Mm-hmm. And we'll light our white candles, and me and my partner will slip into the bath, and I'll just lay back on him, and we'll talk, or we'll hold intention, mm-hmm. we'll do visualizations, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and cleanse together and, and purify the canvas together, and then go into your your love making or to your your you know whenever you do your meditation or your prayers or whatever make it ritualistic make it have meaning everything you do make it have meaning and make it have intent mm-hmm. will work mm-hmm. for you this this is, this is not hard people it's just carrying intention you know be on one accord yeah be on one accord and I'm telling you it, it it has no choice the universe is here to bend to your will we are the gods and goddesses. You know, the creators and the creatrices, And we just have to know that we have these tools and we have these resources to use them. And just be reminded. Because, you know, you already know. The moment I say it, you're like, oh, you're right, exactly. It's just remembrance. Exactly. Uh, Genesis. Yes. I'd like to interject something. What is the position called? I know it's, 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 it's in a 69 position, but... It's an exchange, like after you finish making love with your partner, um, I had read, it was a while back, that if you put your feet at his feet, I mean your head at his feet and his feet and your feet at his head, then that does um, some sort of rejuvenating uh, of chi or energy. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's I don't think I've heard the position quite well. You're, it sounds yeah, like a grounding technique to me. Yeah, in terms of like after the, after you've done your you've finished lovemaking, in order to keep the energy or the energy level um, balanced and going, so that he doesn't you don't pull too much energy from him, because mm-hmm. they say that women pull a lot of energy from the male after you know he's um, ejaculated. Mm-hmm. Um, to balance that energy out, if you put your head at his feet and your feet at his head, then the energy continues to circulate and rejuvenate not only yourself but you know both parties. Have you ever have you ever um, yes. had any yes. on that? Basically, what you're doing is um, you're keeping the uh, the current parallel, right? So when we're when yeah. we're uh, the pill said it earlier that uh, I forgot the term that he used. But when when the when the crown and the root chakras are connected, okay, you're creating a circuit uh, of right. energy that that's like your macabre. So your vehicle is running, it's turning, okay. But when mm-hmm. you lay with your um, head to his feet and vice versa, then the Michael energy Cosmic is parallel. Orbit. Say that again. Michael cosmic orbit. There you go. The orbit, correct. So when, right. So when you're done, then you want to um, create a parallel of the energy so that it can disperse and go out into both directions, east and west or north and south, okay? So you can okay. keep your, your two roots connected, right? Um, yes. And this is the position that I actually was able to have an orgasm just through the connection and through the breathing but with no movement. So you can mm-hmm. stay connected if you choose or you can disconnect but still keep them, you know, um, situated together, um, mm-hmm. and he lays back and you lay back in the opposite position, and you just breathe. Um, this way, Shiva's energy is pulled in through, you know, Shakti's magnetism, and it, the male and the female, so the energies are running parallel to one another. 
So you can you can take back on your own energy. Yes, that's what I was reading. I, I yeah. wasn't sure because it has been a while back, and I know the sister had inquired about what you know what position to take after um, you and your right. partner has orgasm. So. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. This that circuit is rejuvenation. So she receives his energy, and then she runs it through her body back to the universe. Right. Beautiful. Thanks. And actually, that's also the position um, that I put the women in in the workshops, um, mm-hmm. and that is where the, the healing actually is sparked. Now, in the Kama Sutra, um, the women learned how to make love with one another so that they were ready, <laughs> so that they were ready for the night that they got married. Okay, now this this was not conducted in any lesbian way. It was done to teach sensuality, and it was done to teach touch. Okay, and it was learned how to hold those visualizations together. So, in the workshops, the women's yonis don't actually connect and touch but I do put them into the position of a circuit so that they'll know how to take that technique back to their partners. And even then, it creates a current and and a healing starts to occur. Divine. Brother Red, don't run now. Hello, <laughs> <Yeah>. What's good? <laughs> What's good? Oh. Are there any other callers? Is that it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. We have about three minutes left in the broadcast. I would uh, appreciate if the uh, goddess is on the line left the information uh, for the family one more time, one more again, and um, some closing statements before the um, broadcast cuts off for the night. I want to give much thanks to both of you and my queen, everybody who called me. Yes, this was a nice little cipher right here. Huh? I said, yes, this was a nice little cipher right here. (laughs) Yes, and I, I, I look forward to continue your day. No, because this is All right, so we will be in Brooklyn. We'll be in Brooklyn, guys. The Power Within series, Brooklyn, April 27th. Um, again, D.C., August 24th, L.A., September 21st. Puerto Rico, October 23rd to the 26th. I got a nice payment plan for you guys to work through that um, and always check for the airfares for Puerto Rico. But join us in any of the cities. I want to see New York really show up. Atlanta. Um, I'll be there the 24th to the 28th. Anyone in the area who wants to build with me, divinedeliverance.net, www.divinedeliverance.net. And I will leave you with this. Until you have loved yourself and tapped into yourself, you will always, always um, be looking for someone else to complete you, but they cannot. They cannot. You must fill yourself up first. So love you like someone is already there so that when they natural. arrive, you will already know what to do. It will be natural. Right. That's right. That's Praise and thanks. That's right. This is Abu Dhabi Ma'at. Um, 
360 Shift, the Art of 360 Shifting. I'm on tour with uh, Steam on it, Womb Cleansing, Womb Work. Um, we'll be at a Gen- Genesis Affair on the 27th at Nicholas Variety. Um, from there, I will be going.